0: Welcome back to the PC Master Race podcast. This is episode 55, and today we're going to be talking about how do we reach the silent majority of gamers? You know, that's a very weird topic. Before we jump into that, I you know it's kind of weird, and it's been a hot minute, and so we're not together, uh, but starting out, I am Jones, and today I'm here with... John. And Dakota. And, uh, yeah, this is definitely, it's really weird. The last episode we recorded, we were all together and, like, huddled around a little tiny mic. <laughs> so, uh, it, it is nice being back on our own space <laughs> and having a, you know, a little bit more distance between us. But, yeah. Know.
1: Yeah. A little less echo and reverb going around, <laughs> which is nice.
0: It's always pleasant on the ears. Yeah. And, uh, basically, the the topic that we want to jump into today is uh, how do you reach the silent majority of gamers? What does that mean? Well, pretty much we've come to the conclusion. I I read some articles and did some research about uh, there's certain people that just don't care about the products they buy. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe that sounds really like crass and like... Uh, but it's true. Like, it really is true. There's there's certain people.
1: FIFA sells millions every year. Call of Duty sells millions FIFA... every year. It doesn't matter what they do to the consumer and how they screw them over. There's still a large majority of people who do not care and just buy the product. FIFA is the number one that's selling game
2: in, like, Europe, right?
1: Yeah. Almost every single yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's Call of Duty here in the U.S. because we like guns. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <Hey. laughs> <And> we <we're> like, <laughs> like shooting each other. We know what we like. That's Congrats. for sure.
0: <laughs> that's true america <laughs> go big or go home i guess i don't know yeah uh but yeah so basically we kind of are going to dive into the mindset and obviously once again this is our opinion uh i have tried to do research in this and the only really good article or research i could find wasn't even a research really is more as opinion piece from polygon and we're going to go over that a little bit later uh but before we do any of that before we get into the nitty-gritty because we got plenty to talk about. Uh, I do want to go over a couple community events pretty quickly. Um, we have continued our um, Final Fantasy slash Zelda Endurance race. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is because I, myself, and four other people already have beat Final Fantasy three. Nice. Um, Congrats. Thank you. It was a slog at the end. The last like two hours of the game is basically like a boss gauntlet, so you pretty much just Try to fight bosses over and over and over again without being able to save in between them, so that was really exciting That sounds the, <laughs> so you, like the worst you can't beat a boss <laughs> leave and then come back and he's gone. He just responds no, so basically once you get once you fight what you think is the actual the bad guy throughout the whole story, but shock of shock spoilers for a game that came out in nineteen ninety two spoilers uh the boss is not the final boss. Shocking. No game has ever done that before. I know. It's pretty it's pretty It's a, new co- it's a pretty <laughs> new concept as far as I It's know. pretty new. So, it's like the final boss was not the final boss the whole time. He turned into an even more evil final boss. And basically you get to kind of do a little boss gauntlet where you have to fight a boss. You go into an area like the Shadow Realm from Yu-Gi-Oh basically, and then you fight Basically, you have to fight a minimum of 7 mini bosses
1: oh, oh my god
0: um and then after you get through that the only thing is like the four basically like mini bosses that you're forced to fight to progress to the very last boss that it does fully heal your party and everything after each boss fight they're a little oh, challenging cool. if yeah so the first time i went in i got obliterated by the second mini boss which <laughs> which is like basically i went back like at least an hour of progression. Like it's just gone. Eh, Let's start over. I'm like, cool. So I took a couple hours and grinded up my characters. And then I went back in and then I just like massacred everybody. Basically. Um, The game has lots of issues. It is a NES game like to its heart. And I am, I am pretty surprised that I've made it through the game. And I think that's the only reason I did is because we have this event going and there's people playing and talking about it and like, oh, when you get to this part, you should do this or that. And I think that's what's really going to help motivate a lot of people to want to play some of these older games, especially like yeah, Final Fantasy definitely. games. Um, but there are a few of us that have already beat Final Fantasy 3 that are really excited and kind of getting itch, like, you know, finger trigger itchy to play Final Fantasy 4. So we do have a Zelda game in between that, the Minish Cap. And what Zelda game is in February? the zelda diminished cap it's a it's a game boy advance game and and so with the the whole final fantasy zelda thing if you're listening this the first time basically starting with this month for the next technically 30 months (laughs) we have picked a uh, final fantasy game for every other month with the main series starting from 3 to 15 and then we picked a zelda game to go in the months in between that that way everybody has a month to complete the game so and why is it final fantasy and zelda it I don't know how it turned into that Zelda the Super Nintendo Zelda and some of the Zelda games are some of the best games that I like. It originally was just a Final Fantasy straight Final Fantasy run, but we yeah. felt like we needed to put something in there that was different enough that mixed it up so it wasn't just a slog of turn based RPG. That's, a, you know, that's a good mix up. That Zelda's way different enough to where it's like yeah, it'll it'll plus, be a nice break. Plus it's it, plus it's two franchises that have been around for almost the same amount of time and have a. metric crap ton of games and they both are fun and
1: yeah and almost every single entry is like a revamp of the storyline basically they are kind of like connection yeah they kind (laughs) of
0: are like parallel to each other in a certain way where it's like you're the story is kind of surrounding the same concepts but they're different stories each game so i feel like zelda and final fantasy are kind of the only games that i could think that do that exact other than like you know mario it's like you're mario every time you know what i mean right you like yeah um but yeah, so it and it's also like a lot of the Zelda games, they do a lot of things differently. They're not always the same. Kinda of like how Final Fantasy is, you know. Um they start mixing things up. I mean there's one Zelda game uh where you literally you're like a train conductor and you like drive a train around. I don't and it's like it's called Spirit Tracks, and we're gonna get to that eventually. <laughs> yeah. Oh my it's, god. It's some some of the games like in keeping in that uh thomas the train engine they go off the rails a little bit oh good so God. i haven't played it but i heard it's an amazing game so i don't know i i'm trying not to be i played uh, the beginning crit- of
2: it but i don't think i beat it i have it i have that
0: game try not to be critical of it because i do enjoy most of zelda games and we wanted something that like hey this is different the one thing that we are doing um since the final fantasy games aren't in any specific order we're like hey we're just gonna go chronologically like 3 to 15 like in the release date the zelda the zelda series we're going chronologically based off of the official hyrule um it's like hyrule some historia that nintendo released in 2015 i believe and it actually is the chronological order of the zelda games because apparently they do have a chronological order of how things go so basically that's
1: that's what i was wondering i was like wait why are we starting with a game boy advance game it's a little strange
0: yeah, so one thing we did with um, Zelda and Final Fantasy is that we skipped the first two games from both franchises. One, because Zelda 1 and 2 are pretty rough to play, and so is Final Fantasy 1 and 2. We feel like we yeah. wanted to get a little bit ahead of that and start basically in like, the Super Nintendo era because that, like, the Super Nintendo Zelda is one of my favorite games of all time. It is like, an yeah. amazing game. A Link's Awakening, soundtrack. right? No, that's um, a Link to the Past. A Link to the Past. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Link's Awakening was actually like an NES one that they just remade. That one was good too. So yeah. Um but yeah, I'm I am really surprised that th- this many people have beaten Final Fantasy 3 cuz it is a it feels like a beta test for their later on job systems that they have in a lot of their games. Mm. And uh it's an NES game, it feels like an NES game. There's a lot of limitations even though they just basically it's a DS port. So yeah. um yeah, it was one of those games that it's like i'm glad it's over now <laughs> now that uh now that i beat it i'm like cool i beat it but i uh never want to play it ever again <laughs> so That's there, fair. There's, there's every a, once
1: in a while there's games like that it was yeah. fun to play but i would never want to experience it again
0: yeah i thought i felt that way about dark souls 3 the first time i beat it and then yeah. and then you get that weird itch. so i don't know maybe final Fest 3 will make an epic comeback down the road i don't know i but i feel like there's since there's so many other games in the franchise that i can play that's kind of kind of where i'd lean towards so yes right now we are technically still in final fantasy 3 month if you want to play that go for it if you by
1: the time this comes out though we'll only have like a couple days left
0: yeah but that thing is like this if if there's any game out of this entire thing that you're going to skip this is my recommendation of the one to skip <laughs> although right, fair enough although with saying that I feel like if you do take the time to play through this, it's going to make you appreciate the later game so much more because it's, gotcha. you know, it's just like anything else. It's like, oh, I go play the original Super Mario, but I was like, oh, it's pretty cool. And then you go play like Super Mario 3D World and you're like, oh, this is crazy. Or like Super Mario Odyssey. It's like, yeah, it's you can see the contrast. You know what I mean? Right. So that's right. pretty much with anything. You know, you play Halo 1. It's good. You play Halo 5 and it's oh, wait. Oh, never mind oops oops sorry (laughs) sorry sorry everybody likes halo in here i'm being positive guys okay so the other uh community event that we have going is our monthly game club and the only reason i'm bringing it up is because we've changed things a little bit um still working out some uh gimmicks and testing things the people in discord are like our guinea pigs for testing new event stuff (laughs) um but yeah, uh, basically, we, we did have it set up where the only way you could technically participate in the monthly game club is if you submitted a game and then voted on it at the, at the later portion of the month. But now we're going to have it set up to where basically is anybody can submit a game for the first 20 days of the month. And then after the voting starts, anybody in the community can vote on it, no matter if you're even going to play the game, anything. Just vote on it because maybe there's a chance that you'll hop in and play with you know, other people in the community. So just let everybody know that's there. It's like, hey, you don't have to actually submit games to be able to. And I, have you know, we kind of I think was, that's cool. It's kind of like an unspoken rule anyways, but just want to put that out there. So people know um, because we, you know, we just have, I think this month is Overwatch killing floor and Minecraft. And we've had people playing all types of different things. I was like, we yeah. played a lot of that last month, but it's just because holidays and everything else. Yeah. So, yeah, that is pretty much it so what have you guys been playing before we jump into the main topic cool go
1: for it john
2: yeah um i haven't really been playing much in anything other than league i kind of been with, uh with my wife and i've been watching a lot of tv and stuff so when i get on i only play for a couple hours during during the cool so i've been playing no just <laughs> but league of legends pretty much it uh and uh i'm gonna try and get into something have else. you
1: given them any more money um about a
2: couple months ago i gave him like 20 bucks okay because it was a couple months because ago. <sighs> there's like one skin for a guy i like that i didn't want to wait for to go on sale and it was probably not going to go on sale because it was a really like one of the better ones they did mm-hmm. and i was like i play him a lot i you know i play the game a lot a lot so i was like whatever but that when they come out with the so
1: you spent twenty dollars on one skin
2: yeah. But that's like their their like super high rated skins are probably like thirty dollars at least.
0: Mm-hmm. Like they're so they only have a select few, like doesn't what mean they, they're worth that. Yeah. But what they call like their <laughs> ultimate ultimate skins where like your character actually like transforms different costumes as they level up and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. But yeah, you know.
2: But I but I mean I play the game for, for a, I I don't mind giving the money every once in a while, but uh Oh, and I, I did buy the season pass, like not the season pass, like the battle pass.
0: Okay. And I actually See, but- I
2: actually did the battle pass and I saved up enough of like their little currency. And I got the most expensive thing on there. So it was See, that's good. the
0: thing, too. It's like as much as I'm not like a fan of the battle pass system, it is something that if you if that like, hey, for someone like John that like basically all you play is League and they have a battle pass. The, like you're the audience that should be buying that because you would actually benefit from it someone like right. me that plays like one game every once a week maybe yeah. like it's not for me it's for the like hardcore audience which and they're a there, great
2: transition and their battle passes isn't terribly they're like it like i said the 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 thing i got was like a different currency for the game but it's for yeah they have like three or four different currencies in the game and mm-hmm. each of them are for different types of skins that you only can get Either you get incredibly super lucky on the Twitch Prime skins they gave away, because I've heard mm-hmm. some people get them, or you save up these tokens that you have to get very rarely in the game to to purchase them. So uh,
0: do you know it's you know a like a a like a key point to I would say like eastern like eastern game design and knowing when free to play games are like trying to scam you is whenever they have you buy five different types of currency
2: yeah well you can't buy any of those the only way you can get them is to earn or them.
0: earn or earn five different types of currency
2: I, you know i honestly don't mind it because it just makes it like if you get one of those really cool skins then you had to work for it
0: no no i agree that i'm just saying but there's no reason for that they could put it under one currency Do you not agree you could just have one thing that you earn and then it goes towards like anything you want uh I mean, they do that on purpose because they want you just to they spend do it money. to pad out your playtime exactly. so that oh, you keep ooh, yeah. playing because you have four
1: different like bars to fill up basically. Yeah, because
2: pretty like the yeah. one pretty much like the only people that have the, that particular because there, there's ones called prestige skins and it's the mm-hmm. currency I got with my uh, with the, the tokens. Yeah, And the only way you can get those is buy them when they release and get these a currency because once they once they're done releasing, I don't think they ever come out again. Like you can't get them unless they put it in the prestige shop, and the only way to get mm-hmm. prestige points is—I'm pretty sure—the only way is to earn them. And mm. uh, you know, technically, you'd say I paid for them because I did the the battle pass. But you can also there's their shop for those tokens is like fifty or sixty things you can buy, and yeah. the most expensive thing was getting the prestige points because that's like the, some of the highest levels, and they're not even and those prestige skins aren't even like ultimate skins or anything. They're just specially designed skins yeah. they do but um it's
0: all, it's all marketing to get in your head to make it, you think I mean, that you need this stuff
2: it is and it and they make it look rare so that you want it more but it's, I, it's just like it gives me something a, to work for and that's what i like playing in games for
0: it's just it's like opening up a booster pack and getting a holographic surprise card. mechanic surprise mechanic yeah yeah i'm just saying i'm just saying while i agree like hey if, you, if they want to do that as many of mmos and like free-to-play games i've played Whenever they start branching out and having multiple currencies for multiple different things, it always is like a red flag to me. Because even though they yeah. say, oh, it's for this reason, because like, oh, well, this currency, you have to have 150 of it. And, oh, you only have 75 of that? Well, you have this currency, you could do something completely different. It's like, why don't I just have like one thing and I can do whatever I want with it? And they, I mean, they do that on purpose, like Dakota's saying, to like make you play the game more and everything else. It's like, that's fine, but it's just one of those things that's like, that's like such a free-to-play, like... Thing that they do because I'm sure they have no problem. Like, oh, we're gonna add a new system where you can earn these different tokens, and then you can use them for this different shop. And it's like, why do you have four or five different shops to buy stuff? Why can't I just buy stuff? Yeah, you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean they they I I will say because I I don't play like a ton of free to play games, but I will say yeah. that they've done a good job with League of Legends to where you can get anything without paying money in the game. Yeah, like, if you per, if you play enough, if you play yeah. enough, you can get pretty much anything in the game. For free mm-hmm. you just have to yeah. be patient and like for me I, I you know COVID's made it where I can play a lot more than I ever would before but um, usually I would never be able to put the time in than yeah. others like because if you know yeah. it there's, I just don't have time I only would be able to play like an hour or two a day and that's it but now I can yeah. play way more so I can take advantage like I I'm gonna probably do it next time to the battle pass and I probably won't be able to get it, get it completed like yeah. I did this time Anyway. Gotcha. Yep.
1: Okay. Alright. So I have played a little bit of Darkest Dungeon. Okay. So that's a game that you can find on Steam. It's like usually pretty cheap, but it's okay. got a, a bunch of different DLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a roguelike uh turn based strategy game, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. Um <clears throat> and obviously like Darkest Dungeon, like the whole point is that you're basically doing dungeon runs mm-hmm. and it's like risk or ro- risk or ro- Risk and reward, Mm -hmm. (laughs) or reward, whatever. Um, Where, like, you go in, and it's kind of like, oh, do you want to go for the loot at the bottom, or do Mm -hmm. you want to dip now and take what you have? Because it's going to get harder the deeper you go. Yeah. Uh, I actually got it for the Switch. I think I got it as a Secret Santa game. Yeah, you did. You did. did. Our Secret Santa stuff, yeah. So I got it uh, for the Switch, and I played that um, when I was going down to Jones. And holy crap, that game is an awful switch port (laughs) only because the controls are so bad. There's so many different controls that I'm like, this game needs to be played on PC. Hmm. Like this is definitely better on PC because there's like, you have to hold down certain buttons to get more prompts to do certain things. And like Mm -hmm. navigating the menus is really convoluted of like what buttons actually take you to different menus and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Just too many, too many interactable like menus and whatnot to be played on like a total of 10, 10 or 12 buttons on mm-hmm. a on like a controller or whatever so that was kind of me experiencing a game that i regret getting for a console like most <laughs> like <laughs> <Yeah>. most games <laughs> yeah i haven't experienced that in a long time because i the last time i bought a console game was the last of us for a playstation would that was like six or seven months ago at this point
0: and you're just now getting over that regret too,
1: and I'm just well. I got. <laughs> I don't think that regret is deep. That, that will run deep and one, for a very long that time. Was
0: deep in the veins. I think the
2: last game I played that I bought for the console. What was the
1: last game you bought on console?
0: Um, I bought Final Fantasy VII remake. God of that you guys. God of War. Oh, go ahead. And
1: then you immediately put it down
0: and said, "I'm playing this on PC." <laughs> I, I bought. I I bought it and then i told uh you, when you guys were here i showed it to you and i said oh it has a sticker on the front that says it's a ps4 exclusive until i think april, april 2nd yeah, april. april 2nd and i was like yeah. oh dang it now that i saw that i don't want to play it <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know maybe maybe i'll want one day i'll get that itch because i did i know i've talked about it on the podcast before. whenever that demo came out it like blew my mind that my mm-hmm. that a console game could look that good and i'm like yeah. man it just makes me Envious of how good it's gonna look on PC when it comes out. Looks that good, but it's running at thirty FPS. Correct. Exactly. So running at like at least sixty would be freaking mind blowing.
2: So I think yeah. I think the last console game I bought was God of War, which was a good purchase.
1: Mm-hmm. 2017. Did you buy it when it came out? I think I did. 2018. I think. I think it was 2018. I think I did. Yeah.
2: But the <laughs> last game I can remember <laughs> <years> buying ago. <laughs> for consoles that oh, there's two. I can think of two. I bought
1: Spider Man because it killed your PS4, right?
2: Yeah, it died. With Spider Man still inside, <laughs> uh, so I had to like Jim. I had and it was Gamefly too because I had Gamefly membership, and I was like, I gotta get this out. So <laughs> I, I, managed to, like, on, I managed to I'm get to turn. I managed to get to like ben. turn on enough to to pop the disc out, and then it just died. Yeah. So um Final Fantasy 15. Immediately regretted playing that on the PS4 because it ran like <laughs> it ran so bad, and then I bought it when it came out on the PC and. The game still wasn't all that great, but it was enough it was, it was at least so it much ran,
0: better. At least it, at random. And then there. the game before yeah.
2: that was way long time ago. Uh Battlefield Bad Company Two. I bought for the PS 3 because I knew somebody that played it oh, on wow. there and I played it and I was like, I suck. And the game was like really dark for whatever reason on the PS3 and I bought it for the for the PC and wow. It was so much better. Just the game <laughs> the game not only looked better, just r- obviously ran hundred yeah, percent better. Like too.
0: most things. <laughs> but <laughs> No Well I think the last Like the last thing I actually like Bought a console game And played And I talked about On the show before Was Ratchet and Clank But I played for an hour And I haven't picked it back up But that's because It's just like I don't know We're like I'm a PC guy Like I don't ever I don't even turn my PlayStation on Unless I want to watch A Blu-ray Like pretty much Well.
1: Yeah, I haven't turned my PS4 on since I played The Last of Us. And yeah. I shut it off after that, and The Last of Us was still in it. Yeah. The other day, I looked over, and my PS4 was just on. And I was like, play me. Do? I don't,
0: please when did I do me. that? Why won't you love me? Yeah, it,
2: like, me.
1: it was on, and it spit the disc out. Yeah. It was like, it just please, says, just I had says, this inside of me. It just has two red eyes
0: <laughs> staring at your PC.
2: What is my main function? <laughs> to sit there on the table yeah. and shut up. Oh, collect <laughs> oh, dust. <no. laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> oh man. Um the only other thing that I have talked about, but not really talked about been playing Minecraft off and on, but honestly, like oh, so this irritating. this week was uh interesting. Like this has been a long week for work and the week before you guys were here we wouldn't really play much. So that's pretty much it. The only thing I really did was beat Final Fantasy III. Just been working on podcast stuff a ton and uh that's pretty much it. But if unless you get something else to say, we will jump into this topic. Let's do it. Okay, so this is the whole idea for this, um, and this is all coming from my perspective because I wrote the show notes. But whatever, <laughs> what, if I'm saying I, I, just think we. Exactly. I'll just I'll just say we. We believe that there are three camps of people that play games. From our own opinion, obviously, this is our show. This is our opinion. So. We're gonna go over the three the three main camps, and then we kind of have some notes for each one. Um, basically, the, there's the hardcore vocal minority. There is the realistic or critical uh, vocal realists, what we're calling realists, and then there's the silent majority. So we're gonna kind of mix these up a little bit. We're gonna start with the vocal minority, and I basically believe, and I think we believe that this is about five to ten percent of the of most player bases for almost every game, they exist for basically every game. But uh. it seems like a lot more because these are the
1: people you see making YouTube videos, oh, yeah. on posting on Twitter, posting on Reddit. They're mm-hmm. the ones that are just spamming the crap yeah. out of every social media network, yeah,
0: whether it's good or bad about a mm-hmm. game that comes out. Yeah, these this is this is the people that are leaving YouTube comments. I don't know anyone that does that. But these are the people that are <laughs> yeah, doing that. True. These are the people that are, yeah, you know, these are the people that are blowing up Twitter, blowing up YouTube and everything. And it's like, yeah. hey, uh, t- to some regard, I don't necessarily blame certain people because I've had games, I've had games in the past that I've been like a hardcore supporter of. And you kind of get into that weird, like almost echo chamber of like mm-hmm. everything is amazing. This is the best game I've ever played. And then you kind of wake up, or you get out of that, or the game, you know the devs do something you don't like, and then you're like, oh wait, this game's garbage. <laughs> this game, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like I feel with the vocal minority, it's the, or the hardcore minority. It's like so they're What we're saying is about five to ten percent of every community, yep. and it mm-hmm. obviously obviously depends on the game. And I think it could flex a little bit, even maybe to fifteen percent for like huge huge games. You know, like basically every sports game that exists and the thing is with with sports games specifically like fifa madden nhl and all that stuff it kind of sucks for them i feel like in a certain regard because they don't have any options like those games that and if that's a different way to think about that i just thought about right now is that for people that like playing soccer like hey there's a lot of people soccer is the biggest sport in the world right for people that buy FIFA every year, they don't have an option. There's, I think the only thing is, uh, pro oh right, evo- no, pro. it's because EA, EA owns Madden. Huh?
1: Wait, I'm talking about soccer. soccer. <laughs> well, the, the only <laughs> <laughs> wrong football. The, <laughs> wrong football. The, uh,
2: the only other soccer game I can think of is Football Manager.
0: Well, there's there's also uh, PES, which is Pro Evolution. Well, wait, oh, no, yeah. EA
1: also owns FIFA. Huh? huh? EA also owns FIFA. They yeah. own FIFA and Madden.
0: Yeah. They... that's where I was going. I said okay. the wrong thing. Okay. You're thinking about you got fo- football football. Yeah, the, the still football. still applies though. Yes. It
2: still applies in series. Yeah, it in- still in- applies. Well.
1: Yes. Yeah, there is us- there is legitimately a monopoly on the on the sports franchises mm-hmm. because yep. publishers has have bought the complete rights right. to publishing those games.
0: Yep. So, with take obviously take this with a grain of salt. This is going to kind of come off as a negative connotation because it kind of should be, but With that caveat that for some specific series and franchises, I don't necessarily blame the gamers as much as I also want to blame the developers, because as a consumer, if you say, all right, you have these five products and four of them are bad and one of them's good, then like, hey, you should buy that one good product. But if you say, here you go, here's the product, and you're like, oh, what about other options? They're like, ha, gotcha, go play Ultimate Team, (laughs) see you later. it's like yeah. this is your option oh you can play fifa 19 or 18 or 17 they're like oh but there's nothing different they're like exactly yeah the only difference so, is
2: you can play multiplayer on those old ones because everyone
0: switched to the new ones so if you want to play multiplayer you gotta switch yeah. exactly so this is kind of what i wrote and i'll kind of read it not necessarily verbatim but this is kind of what i wrote is my idea of the vocal minority um so the hardcore vocal minority, as we said, is about 5 to 10% of the audience, depending on the franchise, everything. This is a this is obviously a rough estimation. Um, so pretty much what I'm thinking of is uh, they're the type of audience that like, hey, the the game, the studio that made the game, this is like the best thing ever. Like nothing can ever be wrong with them. Basically putting them up on this huge pedestal where it's like, I'm worshiping them because this is like, you know, basically everybody that bought Cyberpunk. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, that's not true. I mean, that had... I, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. But I feel like this is also yeah. the problem with doing this because even for something, even something for Cyberpunk's a great example, these people had... The CD Projekt Red had such goodwill from doing such a good job with The Witcher, not necessarily at launch, but fixing it and working out the kinks and, and coming out with the game that a lot of people wanted to play. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But obviously, there's that whole uh, myriad of other issues that they had for launching and all that stuff, right? I was actually looking at this earlier. The game launched, and it had, at launch, a million people. And there's, like, this huge thing. It was, like, one of the biggest launches ever, right? Yeah. And now now you go look, and there's 40,000 people playing it. And there's a couple of factors there, like, hey, it's a single-player game. You know, a lot of people already beat the game, blah, blah, blah. But when you have these studios that you're like, oh, this is the best thing ever, you know. they can't do anything wrong this is that group this is that group and for certain you know for like sports games i mean i don't necessarily blame them i do blame this aspect like hey you are supporting them you're the people that are telling them on social media that madden's the best this is the best game i've ever played oh i know that you still left a 2019 flyer in the game in the new version because you didn't really change anything but you're awesome and ea's like you know what we are awesome i appreciate that No, we'll retreat this guy because he thinks we're cool. You know, not the other like 50,000 people that are raging on Twitter or whatever else. Um, but yeah, these are the people that will, they like something and they buy it every year. It doesn't matter. Nothing can be wrong to these type of people, right? I think everybody knows these type of people or they've met these type of people online at some point or the other. And I don't think that any of us necessarily have been in this group. Not really. Um, I mean, maybe at one point or another, you you get really hardcore to a game and you're like, oh, they can't really do anything wrong.
1: I mean, I think we were all in this camp when we were younger. And, you know, that, that is to say that a lot of people who are in this camp, even if they're older, mm-hmm. are kind of immature because mm-hmm. it's an immature way to think about a company mm-hmm. because the company just wants to make money. It's a business. Right? Exactly. That's what I was trying to get and at, if too. you and if you fanboy over their product and like you're on the on the camp of they can do no wrong they can get away with whatever they want well and that's
2: like and you know cyberpunk's the most recent so it's easy to pick on it but like they the executives literally decided we want our money right now and we do not care where the game's at you're going to release it and and that that article came out and they're like oh we didn't think the game was going to get released for a whole another year and
1: yeah right some of the devs were yeah yeah, they didn't expect it to be launched so soon
2: like you see the same thing happening over, like, and it's crazy reading that article because you it's almost copy and paste from Anthem. They came out with the demo they came out with the demo <laughs> yeah. for E three, and the developers like, oh, what? That's not we had, we we haven't made that yet. That doesn't exist. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't believe another fake video was made. That's another story. But, um, they like the. That's another topic. That's another. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can see how this this company decided and it's not even what's really sad is it's it's not the developers it's the executives the executives made the yeah. decision and then they look what happened the investors lost a billion dollars and sued them and yeah. they lost the respect yeah. of almost everybody like they but yeah. then that
1: almost instantly
2: but then there's that five to ten percent like we're talking about that still are like hey it's not fair to blame them and it's like what, what are we well, supposed to, it's, what do you to say so, oh, it's okay that you released a game that barely works on anything. like you lied to like you lied to half your your customer base. For me, it's like I can't even I can play the game, but it's not it's not running like it should. Like you sold me a 60 dollar right. game, I didn't get a 60 dollar game.
0: Well, yeah, as a counterpoint to that, and someone playing Devil's advocate for this topic specifically, now you say that, hey, you you might have pissed off the five ten percent hardcore audience, and we're going to get to the other the other parts. But they sold 13 million copies. They made all their money back in one day. So did did they really lose out on anything? They made all their money back. And according to the people at the top that are making the big decisions, it was a success. Like it's one of the most successful P- PC not PC launches, but video game launches. I mean, of all time. And, and you're right
2: because they, they made all of their um all the all development the, money. they all they, they made back all the development money and all the marketing costs back this first day yeah um and i think even with all the refunds they still were like way ahead yeah yeah they're uh, still gonna be way ahead they like the five ten percent aren't mad because they're they're the ones that are like hey
1: cd product red is the best like they didn't do anything wrong uh and well no most of them say that oh it doesn't matter how well how bad it runs or whatever it it's still a fantastic game and you should play it because of that even though people on consoles are playing it at 15 fps in some areas there's some i've even like, heard like
2: they literally can't even play the game it just doesn't run it just breaks instantly. Well, yeah. And mean, like, oh yeah i mean especially
1: on pc there's yeah there's so many different hardware configurations sometimes it just well, doesn't work for a little and bit
0: it, and it might seem and i want to get this across right now it might seem that we're like you know picking on sports games whatever and that's why we want to bring up cyberpunk 2 i am talking about this strictly and i want to basically strictly talkily talk about this from a PC player's perspective, right? Because I don't really yeah. do much with consoles, so I don't really know. And obviously, like, mm-hmm. console, you know, sports games are huge on consoles. But something like uh, Cyberpunk, you know, the people that are the 5-10% that aren't really upset about it, it's like, that's not who CD Projekt Red's worried about. The vocal minority, I mean, I'm, and we're kind of getting at that point, it's like, they don't, I mean, those are the type of people that, yeah, we're mad, and but they're the type of people that are almost for PC that kind of have that weird elitism that you see a lot of times with PCMR stuff that they're like, Oh, well the console people are having problems with it. Well, that's because they play console and it's like, and we, and we as hosts too, we, we fall into that trap constantly because it's easy to say like, oh, well yeah, you're using an original Xbox one. Obviously it's going to run like crap. It's a, right. <laughs> it's a, it's a quote unquote next gen, you know, or you're not in the next gen whatever. Right. Which, you know, obviously as we say, we try to say, is like when you're playing on PC, you're already in next gen because there never is a next gen. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. If, if PC's so good, <laughs> why isn't there PC too? You know? Yeah. <laughs> but I think that. It's it sucks that, um, it sucks that the whole like PC master race kind of community. And I'm not talking about our community. I'm talking about just in general that I feel like a lot of them fall into this five to ten percent trap that they're like, oh, well, maybe you should get a thirty ninety and you'll run better. It's like, no, mm. that's not realistic, and that's why they're part of this this more minority but there are also the people that right. are like oh well get good scrap." you know what i mean yeah. that kind of yeah. mentality of like oh well if you don't have 64 gigs of ram you don't even deserve to play cyberpunk it's like you right. deserve to play at 10 fps it's like no that's just because you know a myriad of other reasons you know for consoles and everything i just want to put that out right. there it's like it's incredibly frustrating as people that are trying to be representative of like pc gaming and the good things that can come from pc gaming mm-hmm. and not not being i don't think we've had that issue of like being associated with that but like that type of gatekeeping for for people that are just trying to play the game is like it bugs me to no end and it's just and i'm sure it does you guys too it's like why do you need to be like that why are you like this why can't (laughs) you just be normal (laughs)
2: it's you know with with caring for everybody like we have and i think we're going to get to this a lot with with how all these people like all these different types of people work together to create the world of gaming as it is now. Yeah. Uh you kind of have to work together in a way. And that's and that's yeah. I think what we're trying to get to in the end is like if we reach more people with this kind of like learning about like not even like the psychology of people but like how p- people think in regards to gaming mm-hmm. like we can wake people up and, and people can realize that like it's more than just Wake up, sheeple! wake up. Wake
1: up. It's more than just playing a game. Like
2: you <laughs> The decisions we make as a whole, it molds what it is now. Just like with Cyberpunk, which we've, you know, we've talked about a ton, but it's like, if, if not, I would have loved the game to run well on my PC and I would have been yeah. happy. Yeah. But yeah. it still sucks that PS3 and Xbox X people couldn't play it because, and then yeah. you're like, well, CG Project Red just lied to everybody. And they yeah. were, they had, like you said, they were in such good graces from The Witcher 3 they lost and i i know people like i watch and stuff they love them and they visit and they've like they they love that company and they're like you guys really fell like yeah you can't just lie to half your community and everyone's okay with it you know yeah yeah
0: but yeah because yeah, it's, i think because even from our perspective as being like you know pc pc gamers and everything it's like even to me i'm like man that's messed up one it doesn't it's not really optimized on pc it runs like crap but I, if I if I didn't have the ability to buy a PC and say, you know, somebody gave me an Xbox or I got an Xbox for a 100 bucks or something, and that's the only way I could play. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for something like Cyberpunk and I boot it up and it's playing at 10 FPS. I would just be like, I would probably be devastated. I'm like, man, this sucks. And then you go reach yeah. out. Maybe you go look for help. And you're like, oh, maybe I can get a lower end PC to play this. And you run into a lot of people that are like, oh, you're a scrub. Like you should. You don't even deserve to play Cyberpunk. It's like. Well, yeah. And I
2: it's. Like it bugs me like that, that, you know, that that's that's what's going to happen to people. And it's like, oh, well, you need to wait months for these updates to even possibly for it to work. And I don't care who you are. If somebody tells me if I if I own an Xbox and I'm like, Cyberpunk's coming out. I was like, should I get it? I know it's supposed to be this like crazy game. And they're like, hey, it's working surprisingly well. Yeah, if I heard that and I and I'd be like, oh, OK, well, cool. Like I didn't expect to hear that. I'm going to get it. And then it just runs like crap. It's like, that's a lie. They, they straight out just lie to people. I don't care what that company says. Yeah. That is a lie. You, yeah. can't, you can't say something like that and then not expect people to get mad at you for saying it for, and then it just doesn't even run. I mean,
1: yeah. yeah. It's, it's, and, un- and unfortunately, too, you guys were talking about the elitism kind of mm-hmm. in both camps on console. There's not as much elitism no. because everybody has the same box, yeah, right? Exactly. Everybody has the same system. It's really just fanboying about the company themselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. But when you get onto PC, people have different systems. Yeah. So and there's a large disparity in uh, pricing for those. You can have somebody that has something as cheap as like a fifty dollar hand me down PC from Craigslist, mm-hmm. r- whatever. And like it, yeah, it has a GPU in it, but it's it's basically just to run Minesweeper, right? Yeah. Um, and then you have somebody that has like a thirty ninety. They were able to get that, and mm-hmm. they have like a i i9 10900k Mm -hmm. you know and unfortunately because of that disparity a lot of times the the fanboys end up being the ones that have such crazy good rigs Mm -hmm. and so when the game does come out say cyberpunk it runs great for them because they literally have the best hardware that you can possibly get at the time yeah and you'll see in the comments like jones was talking about They'll go to like the reviews and whatnot. They'll try to look up help on like how to get the game to run better on their system because mm-hmm. it's just not running well. Yeah. And then you'll encounter uh, people I who saw are like, this
2: too "Because I, I was looking yeah. up trying to see, and you see it, I, and I, I want to, yeah, I want to try to interrupt you, but yeah, I, I saw that in the Steam discussions. And then sorry, yep. go ahead. Oh, sorry, I knew what you were going to say? Oh, it's,
1: <laughs> it's really bad on Steam. You'll have people saying like, "Oh, well, you know, it's not supposed to run on that. You know, why don't you have a, a anything better than that? Yeah, you man, have a garbage get a better PC." get a better PC is what they say. You know, it, unfortunately, our community is
0: more prone to
1: that because everybody has a different system.
0: Yeah. And I think that's going to be like, I mean, that's... and
1: that's something we're trying to fix. You yeah. know, obviously we're the PC master race. We think playing on PC is the best platform yep. because it allows players choice and what they can have, what they can spend on their system. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be aware that not
0: everybody comes from the same background. Yeah. and I And I think that, just so people <laughs> doesn't seem like we're totally like straying way off topic originally yeah. this originally this topic um started out as a like a user gatekeeping kind of topic and it's kind of morphed into this so I, we did want to bring a little bit of that, that into this topic because i feel like it does kind of go hand in hand with each other um you know because the thing is is that if you have these people that, you know, oh, I have a 3090, and I'm getting, you know, 90 frames at 144 yeah. hertz on my monitor and 1440 and blah, 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 and the game runs fine for me. Oh, oh, hey, I have a, you know, because if they come out and say, oh, yeah, you can use a, uh, a 1060 and you know, run the game on minimum setting, you're like, cool, I have 1060, but the game still not run very good. It's like, lol, you noob, you should get a 2080 Ti. Yeah, the, or person, the like,
2: person that's sl <laughs> dual 3090s <yeah>. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I know you can't do that, but. It's like yeah. it it's like and then you they're like show their specs and you're like, Oh wow, you have a really nice computer and
1: yeah. my car my uh, car is worth less than your computer. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh boy.
2: And that's and the, and like you said earlier, uh those are the people who speak up on Steam. They're the ones that are like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I have something to prove right now. And right. you know, yeah, get a better PC, dude. Like it's like, well that doesn't really help me. And I have everything that's yeah, supposed cool. to run the game <laughs> correctly, right. according to their little yeah. stupid yeah. chart they came out with.
0: Well, that's, right. it's like, you know, it's like, cool, thanks for not doing anything productive to help me at all, except for just being an ass. Oh, man. Okay, just bringing this up. That is the worst
1: when you go to a forum to try to find a fix, and somebody just says something like, oh, yeah, I'm also experiencing this issue. It's like, like please don't or comment. Or just say
0: bump. <laughs> yeah, get good. Yeah, or bump. Get yeah. good. Get good. It's a good it's one. It's like,
1: no, I'm posting like for advice, for help. Don't just yeah. don't post and say, oh, I'm also having yeah. this. Uh, this problem and then also when you find the solution post it in your original comment
0: please yeah Yeah, go edit it bro so one thing before we move into the second category the second camp of the what what everyone's calling and what we're calling the silent majority i did want to give a quick shout out um not trying to brag about our community or anything but we have been incredibly fortunate and lucky that we have uh developed a community of people that are not like the people we just talked yeah. about um <laughs> you know um, i would say almost everybody in the discord you know and we don't have not every single person is in there is like super active you know there's people that you know mm-hmm. are active people that aren't active it's, it's totally fine but we have um somewhat collected a, a group of people that you know if you post something you're like oh man i just got a new graphics card i got a 770 and you're like oh sweet now you can be able to play games a little bit better or you have somebody yeah. that has a 3090 and you're like, Oh my God, you have a 3090. That's awesome. Does that make it better? Does that make you better than me? I mean, I guess if you, if you think that way, I feel like it's kind of childish. Like you were saying earlier, it's yeah. like, but those are the type of people and the people we have our discord, they're like, Oh, whatever setup you have is awesome because you get to play games. So we can mm-hmm. play games together or we can talk yep. and we can do this. It, it's not about, you know, I, I know that's a like a pissing contest. It's like, it's not about that. It's, And I just wanted to thank everybody because that's something that I really appreciate as someone that's moderates discord a lot (laughs) that I don't have to sit there and like, you know, people are being toxic and arguing with each other about this and that, whatever. It's like, Oh man, like you got this part. That's awesome. I've been thinking about getting that. Or what do you think about this? Mm -hmm. And be like, Oh, that's really good. And blah, blah, blah. Just a quick shout out because that's been really extremely nice. And we've talked about it and like, Hey, we're trying to have a community where people can come in be cool relax have a good time and then you know play games whatever and then go home and or you're probably already home if you're playing games with us <laughs> <laughs> you know and then uh cultivate cultivate a cool community and try to be something different than your typical pcmr subreddit post where it's like yeah hey look at my you know we post a starter pack of games that you should play and then people are like, "Oh, it's the meme of look at my starter pack on PCMR. It's like thirty ninety, like sixty four gigs of RGB yeah. RAM and like a five hundred dollar yeah. case and all stuff. It's like, yeah, first build, you know. And their room has like I'm ten sure.
2: thousand dollar lighting in it, and they're like, this yeah. is my first build. Yeah. Go easy on me.'
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like just, just you know, just it's like just moved to PC gaming and I have an eight thousand dollar rig, and I'm like, dude, I've been gaming my whole life. I don't have nothing close to that." <laughs> But yeah, just just a quick shout out to everybody for being cool. And if you're not cool, then, I, you know, most people will just ignore you, I guess. <laughs> uh, but I as doing research for this, um, weirdly enough, came across the Polygon article, Polygon article. And Yikes. yeah, and strangely enough, there was not a lot of info about this. Maybe I was just, you know, certain keywords, whatever. But mm-hmm. this article was written by Ben Kuchera. I want to give him credit because I read this article and I was surprised. I was definitely surprised that one, it's a good Polygon article. I mean, <laughs> maybe that's being critical of them, but I don't ever really read Polygon. And I'm pretty sure they're owned by the same people that own Kotaku and like Gizmodo and all that. Hmm. I'm sure some conglomerate owns all of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But uh basically he has this article and it's almost five years old, and this is the most recent like actual like written article that I could find that was well written. Everything else is like Reddit posts and like very specific for like really like one was like for Emperor Rome, like a crazy strategy game. What? That's yeah. <laughs> and and then everything else is just like random games with just like comments. So this is actual article. Yeah. So um I have I kind of went through the article and I'm just gonna somewhat skimmed through it i took out parts that i don't think really apply to us but i thought that this is really well written for what it was uh, so let's yeah. go through it so ben says i grill my friends relentlessly about their gaming habits i have a pretty good network of close friends and acquaintances and acquaintances and they share many traits that make them attractive to the gaming industry most are in their mid-30s and have a pretty good disposable income they may game for an hour or two a night after the kids go to sleep They upgrade their PCs every few years and buy two games or so a month. And they're completely invisible to the industry outside of their gaming purchases, which literally right there, 100% accurate. Because I know plenty of people that, you know, oh, I bought a new, you know, I bought a Switch and I bought a couple Mario games or whatever. Or I have a PC and like, you know, I think the craziest thing about this whole article and just the silent majority also, by the way, side note this is about 70% of the industry as as far as our opinion goes and what we think, this is about 70% of like all gamers, literally everywhere. It is pretty much every
1: vast majority.
0: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, uh, Ben says, how many of them are there? It's tricky to track the number of these quote unquote invisible gamers, but my gut says there are way more of them than there are of us. And by us, I mean, people who read gaming news on a daily basis, talk about gaming games on our social networks, um, we read reviews. We read reviews the day they come out and argue about review scores. We may post comments on articles like this one or talk to developers on Twitter, or you join our Discord and we complain <laughs> about it together. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're loud. He says we're loud, and everyone knows that we are here. Um, many people I know, on the other hand, just play games. Uh, this is this is the gamer that companies try to reach by running trailers in movie theaters because the reach of gaming media is much more limited. Than we like to admit, which is true. This is the type of people that you go watch a movie and there's a, you know, I don't know what kind of game trailers they put in movie theaters. This is an old article. I haven't been to movie theater in a long time. (laughs) Yeah, they
1: don't really do. No, they don't. Yeah, I don't.
0: Maybe they did in maybe maybe uh,
1: Rage Shadow Legends. (laughs) Well, it's like it's gotten that big. Here's a good
2: example. (laughs) Like uh, Five Gum had the Avengers thing on it. So you go you go to the store and you buy. You're like, I'm going to buy some gum. Oh, what's this Avengers game or Call yeah. of Duty is famous for Mountain Dew. Like they throw like crap on
1: Mountain baby. Dew all Mountain Dew, the time. Doritos, Pop Tarts.
0: Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. I, uh, I bought dude. I bought Pop Tarts the other day, and then Overwatch on it. You get an Overwatch loot box for buying Pop Tarts. Some old Pop Tarts, friend. <laughs> yeah, they were really hard. They are like the, you broke my teeth. Nobody's buying no, pop tarts. like <laughs> it was all the way in the back of the shelf, and there's cobwebs all over it and stuff. Ah, last box. <laughs> so you, you gotta wipe the dust off tracer before you eat them. No, but it was like it was a legit like um it was around Christmas, and it had like the winter holiday Christmas thing, and gave you like a winter. I didn't use it because like whatever. But it literally is like you know I'd see pop tarts. You could have
1: given it to me. I would have used it. <laughs> i know
0: i wasn't thinking about it i'm just i was very focused on eating the pop tarts at that moment yeah and not You're like, in-
1: oh overwatch a garbage cool, game cool throw the box out eat, eat pop tarts <laughs> yeah. in a row garbage anyway. food
0: for a
2: garbage game let's go
1: <laughs> yeah know your place t- trash
0: <laughs> uh back to the article uh yeah so i don't know what ben's saying about running trailers maybe i mean maybe they did that i haven't I don't remember any game trailers and movies because I probably would not remember that unless it's like Call of Duty or something. I think I've, yeah, but, I think I've seen one or two but trailers, it, but it would be more like commercials on TV for stuff. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like, yeah. Mountain yeah. Dew get double XP for Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. And you're like, cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that was an actual. Ad. I'm pretty sure it was. That's for memory. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So he says uh, we speak to the people who are engaged in the hobby enough to care about the day to day news of gaming. But these invisible gamers aren't reading many articles about the games they buy. They don't interact with the hobby on a regular basis outside of their purchases and actual playtime. True. 100% true. The amount of yeah. people that, <laughs> I mean, look, literally look at the thing that we talked about. I mean, it's not even the 5 to 10% people that buy sports games. Because I think a lot of those people that are the hardcore audience that buy that Call of Duty's every year, that buy Battlefield whenever it comes out, or, you know, these big franchises that buy it. I think a lot of those people know that type of stuff, but they just like that game, so they don't care. Yeah, they don't give. They don't care at all. They they don't care. Well, yeah, and obviously, yeah, It's, it's like the... one of our friends. It's like one of our friends.
1: He buys like almost all of the the sports games and like Call of Duty every single year. Yeah, and yeah, he'll complain about Call of Duty every single but year. He still and still like, buys yeah, they it. They did all this every year. They did all this stupid stuff, but they're like, I still like playing the game. I just come home and play it like every yeah. single day. I'm like, Ugh.
0: so that's not this. What that's not the people we're talking about right now. The people we're talking about right now are just like, oh, I walked into a store and uh, oh, what is this? A new like Call of Duty game came out. Oh, OK, cool. I'll probably pick that up. that will be fun to play a little bit. You know,
2: I yeah. I was talking to somebody about this the other day and I never really thought about it but, until recently. But, you know, I applied to work at GameStop when I was younger and mm-hmm. that was like my dream.
1: As did everybody. That was my <laughs> dream job. And I was like,
2: I'm perfect because like on the application, you can check every system you have. Every kind of game you play, and I could literally almost check the entire application out, which I think all three yeah. of us probably could. I, I had, literally yeah. every, I I had every console, I played almost every type of game there was.
1: When did you apply? Uh,
2: Like 12 There's years ago. There's an eight,
1: probably. 12, oh, 12 years ago? Okay. Because so, I was going to say, I worked at GameStop for a grand total of two weeks. That was not on my application. It was like, do
2: you have Xbox, GameCube, you know, or whatever at the time? I, had, I owned like every console yeah. on the list. Oh, and wow. I, nah. okay. I had I had everything. I played every game. I was like, I'm perfect to work here. I know I know everything to help people buy these things. And I yeah. realized the more I thought about it, because then I saw somebody work there that I was friends with in high school, and they didn't they don't mm-hmm. play video games. And yeah. I I came to realize <laughs> I was like, oh, they don't want me there because I can get yeah. people to not buy the crappy games that they're trying to sell, because mm-hmm, like right. you're saying, they need this seventy percent that see <clears throat> like a call of duty game come out I'm like oh cool call of duty and they're going to come to me and i'm be like you don't want to play this game <laughs> <laughs> and they want their they need their sales to go up and they're trying to sell their gamestop exclusives and all the other stuff and someone like me will get yeah. in the way of that they need this this majority to come in give you your 60 bucks and mm-hmm. leave and mm-hmm. then yep. uh and pre-order and pre-order because quite honestly if i had if i was working at gamestop and someone picked up fifa i'd be like hey just so you know like, hey, I just do. Do you realize that they didn't change anything in this game? Because you know, and we'll
0: we'll get yeah. to what kind of people we are, you know, in a little bit. But yeah, like, uh... John. I, all I can imagine is John's there, and it's like a midnight release of FIFA, and people are waiting outside the door, and he just opens the door, and says, "Go home." <laughs> I broke. I broke all the. The discs.
1: game sucks. All the, I... if you have 2018, you've played 2019.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Go home. I'm I'm refunding your pre-orders. Go home. Yeah. I quit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, man. it's kind of funny to think about that now because I, I thought I would be the perfect employee. I would be for a company that cared about people. Exactly. But... Oh, exactly. those don't exist. And now, <laughs> Sorry. I guess I'm glad I didn't work there because I've heard it, how much of a nightmare it is to work at that place. But
1: I actually, so surprisingly... <laughs> i didn't quit because of like moral issues or anything like that because i'm totally fine like you came in there you and you want to buy call of duty you're gonna buy call of duty regardless right it doesn't matter if i tell you if it sucks or not Mm -hmm. you if you're buying call of duty you know what you're getting into right because you probably bought it the past six years yeah so i was fine selling that right i I, (laughs) i quit because i got hired and i told them specifically hey i need guaranteed hours and they're like yeah sure cool and i got hired because of a friend's recommendation and uh, the first week I worked there, they were like, yeah, cool. Here's an eight hour shift your first day. I'm like, awesome. I checked my schedule. I wasn't scheduled for a month. I was like, all right, cool. I quit. <laughs> yeah. What?
0: <laughs> yeah. they like, guaranteed eight hours per month. All right. Yeah. How many, but man, how many games, game s- form subscriptions did you sell? Zero. I didn't work this month. Oh, yeah. What? You're fired. I did, dude, I
1: didn't even get to, I didn't even get to learn how to like navigate the the POS system. I literally just they gave me like a little tag with my name mm-hmm. on it and I was out front like talking to customers. And like like John said, I was giving my honest opinion too. Yeah, I was like that's garbage. Yeah. That's garbage. It was like twenty fourteen, I think, and I was like, Yeah, Call of Duty Ghosts is probably not that great, but if you want to get it, you can.
0: <laughs> You're like number one salesman. <laughs> yeah. Now now I'm pretty sure to work at GameStop, they just they just have a number. They say how many Funko Pops do you own? And you have to put a number down if it's high enough they hire you. I <laughs> feel like you're primarily oh, going to be selling Funko Pops from the store. So, so times are tough.
2: Will you accept uh, three Funko Pops a week <laughs> as payment for working here?
0: <laughs> yeah, but only the limited edition ones. I'm not taking no more, Master Chiefs. I don't want any more of those. <laughs> oh, man. I already have enough Harley Quinn Funko Pops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've built a giant Harley Quinn out of the Harley Quinn Funko Pops. <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to, the arti- back to, back to this article cool side note yeah uh yeah i john i had i filled out the same application that you did that actually had all the consoles and everything listed out and that's probably also why they didn't hire me because i knew too much <laughs> they're like this guy yeet this is an application <laughs> yeah. out of here <laughs> like this guy yeah. is going to drive we sales both, away
2: from this place both our applications got yeeted right into the trash can
0: i have a question what do you th- how do you think how long do you think they technically keep in the system your five dollars because I think legally they have to keep it in there for like I don't remember getting almost five forever,
2: right? I didn't give them five bucks.
0: Oh, for pre orders, for pre orders. Oh, right I, right I think you said time. you had to pay, yeah, to you said pay, pay, pay for the, the application, a game, right? The guy's like, give me five bucks. I'll Applica- put well, application. I could do
2: application <laughs> fee. I totally see somebody doing that.
0: Yeah, no, I'm because I now remember putting down five dollars for a game called Red Steel for the Wii before the Wii came out. Yeah, you talk, you talk, I think about I talked about, it about that before i'm like to my $5, and get please. my five dollars back i'd like to pick i'm gonna go to that same GameStop if it's still open i'd like to pick up my copy of red steel for the wii please <laughs> i pre-ordered it 20 years ago <laughs> 15 years ago whenever the wii came out anyways okay back to this article the silent majority the plot thickens uh so it's the silent majority they may even see the maelstrom of controversy over review score as something actively keeping them from interacting more directly with the hobby. I often talk to people about the daily arguments in gaming, and they look at me like I'm making stuff up. They're adults who don't really care about the Metacritic score of a game. They just want something that's fun that they can play with their friends or a game they can spend some time time with alone at the end of the day. Also really true because this is this is literally this audience. Go ahead yeah
1: i don't know if you have this in uh for what you're going to read from this article but i know it goes over a section where um some people literally just buy games that they see their friends playing oh yeah it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if they they enjoy the game they just want a game to play with their friends so they'll look on like their on their dashboard on consoles or they'll look on their steam friends list and see what their friends are playing and then message their friend and be like hey is this is this a fun game? You having fun with it? And their friends like, yeah, sure,
0: it's okay. And they just go buy it. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, I see you're playing Arc. Is that a good game? Is it pretty optimized for PC? And they're like, oh, yeah, God, it's Ark. a really fully. good game. You should get it. It's fully, fully optimized. optimized for for Dell, <laughs> 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 Dell's <he's> Optiplex five <laughs> thousands. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. And I I do have that in here. We're getting to it. Okay. okay. Gotcha. So, uh, where are we at? So yeah, basically, as you suspected, the silent majority doesn't care what anything literally everything that you think of, you're like, I know most people, and we'll get to the part that we're in. It's like, oh man, when a game comes out, I don't we don't pre order anything. I try not to. Really try not to. Uh, because then Cyberpunk happens and you pre order that and then it's a disaster mm. on day one. It's shocking. Like every other game that comes out nowadays. Um, but not only that what? go ahead like
1: with cyberpunk we didn't even know it was bad on day one. Oh, no. that's true because reviews because reviews were still like uh, behind a, a, a paywall <laughs> nda i think <laughs> yeah yeah they, yeah, they
2: the were only really allowed seat. to show like the proof footage that they gave them mm-hmm. yeah sketchy should have figured that was super sketchy <laughs> yeah. But yeah
0: they're like no it's everything's on the up and up they're only doing like pre-rendered cutscenes. nah this is totally the legit guys i swear <laughs> totally legit CD Predator Red's like, hey, subscribe to our OnlyFans for some behind-the-scenes footage. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the vocal gamers are the visible upper crust of the hobby, but those who move silently hold the most power, simply due to their buying habits. Publishers don't really care if we don't like them on Twitter or argue about them on the forums. They care where people spend their money. I agree. So, I grilled my friends who are a limited and self selected represent- representative of the silent majority of people who just buy and enjoy games. How do they hear about Stellaris? Apparently, many people on their Sim- Steam friends list were playing, and they looked at the trailer and liked what they saw, so they bought it. How did they get hooked on Overwatch? It was promoted on Battle.net, and they saw it when they logged in to play Diablo. If they're bored, they may Ugh. just look at the new and top-selling games on Steam and pick something to buy on a whim. This is literally like what you guys just said, and you know, yeah. you have your friends playing something, or you're looking. I mean, how? M- I don't. I mean, we're definitely not in this category, so it's hard to like. It's
1: so, yeah, it's so frustrating to hear that that buying habit exists Mm -hmm. because it's it's so damaging to the industry as a whole
0: yeah and and basically it's i mean i i'm sure it happens in like every industry but as a gamer that's someone that is you know in this other audience that we're going to talk about it sucks that it's like, oh, these are why companies make these decisions. Just literally mm-hmm. like Cyberpunk, what we were talking about. This is yeah. They said, oh, we're going to make why a crap we... ton of money, so who cares? <laughs>
1: we don't care. It's why we have five Transformer movies. <laughs> it, people just like watching explosions, even if the movie sucks. Exactly. <laughs> hey.
0: I thought they were making six Transformers movies. <laughs> 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 uh, I like I like it whenever he says Sam Witwicky, is Optimus Prime. It's my <laughs> favorite part. Sam <Time>, Witwick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who's your favorite character in Transformers? Side note, there's only one. There's only one choice. As the robot, Regatron, the robot. Star Scream. Huh? Yeah. What'd you say? Star Scream. Right? Yeah. Sorry, that's that's the that's the only answer. Yeah. You're like, who's what is that? There's some kind of jet coming.
2: It's me, Star Scream. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry if you're listening. to That car it probably sounds awful. My 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 audacity <laughs> just like peaked like crazy. <laughs> um. So, let me finish up the last this article. So, <laughs> oh, man, I'm just going to do that so much when we get back in the Discord later. Uh, uh, ben says, it's important to know that they're out here and that those of us who are loud and uh, loud about our habits and interact vocally with the industry may not match them in size or importance. Obviously, talking about the silent majority. We don't speak yeah. for what could be the silent majority of gamers and likely never will marketing budgets and the millions are spent trying to reach them and the vocal minority of gamers may understate their own importance simply due to the fact that these silent folks don't exist in a meaningful way outside of our real-life social circles whatever controversy boils up today these invisible gamers may be completely ignorant of it and are and are likely happier with the hobby due to that fact the tempest may feel big but the teapot may be much smaller in relation to the actual market than we like to admit so With that last that last uh, little paragraph there, I think it's really it's really cool. And it's also kind of sucks because it really kind of hits home that it's like, wow, I if I'm the person that I mean, we're we're a pretty good example. Like we literally have a PC podcast that we do every week. Talking about this type of stuff. So we are like nowhere near the silent majority of people (laughs) because this is like our day to day stuff that we like our hobby and everything, you know, it's just it's just crazy because, you know, in our head and I mean, I think we're all guilty of this for me. I I have issues with Overwatch ranked. I stopped playing Overwatch. My head. Overwatch is a bad game. No one plays it anymore. It doesn't exist. <laughs> I stopped playing yeah. Counter-Strike. No one plays Counter-Strike anymore. It's the worst, right? I don't like yeah. it, so it doesn't it doesn't matter anymore. And it's like, "False. You're 100% wrong <laughs> because yes. that yeah. is not the truth. Not facts at all." Uh, what is that last line that he says?
1: But the interesting thing is the silent majority he said it multiple times, too. They may see controversies around games or discussions around games that scare them off from getting like deeper into the hobby than just playing casually like they do, which is a very um honest and like very uh valid opinion mm-hmm. on it, because there's some really stupid stuff that we complain about. Oh, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. especially on Twitter. I think half the conversations on Twitter about games are just stupid and should not be think, talked about.
0: I think 99% of the conversation on Twitter are stupid and shouldn't be talked okay. about. Probably, <laughs> but
1: like, <clears throat> and it's, and it's probably because the, the realist group, which we haven't talked about yet. And the, um, very vocal minority of people, um, start clashing mm-hmm. a little bit on Twitter. Yeah. And that. <laughs> Oh man, oh,
0: Twitter, Reddit, anything. Anything that you can on, clash yeah, on anything. Yeah.
1: Right. They they clash together and the silent majority sees that and they're like,
0: ah. I don't want to get involved. They're like, I'm out. I'm out. For that reason I'm, like, I'm out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You're right <laughs> though. Like that's the yeah. art. like the arguments that happen will just push people away altogether then then bring them in and then, you know, um Right. But
1: what? One- and I think with our podcast, one of the which we'll talk about we are trying to not rewrite that uh, way of thinking, but like we're trying to create a community where if a silent uh, majority person joins, they're not bombarded with that vitriol Mm -hmm. and like toxicity that happens on other social platforms. We want them to join and then educate themselves or ask around. I mean, I guess that's educating themselves from people in the number... uh, Two camp, yeah. the the realists and the critical. Thinkers. I would even say <laughs> yeah. the
2: fact that we get asked, "Hey, I just got a PC. What should I play?" Mm-hmm. shows yeah. that we're already kind of accomplishing that because I think so, most yeah. people, I think, would get a PC and immediately go to playing, you know, the basic Whatever. basic stuff like Call of Duty, uh, the biggest names, yeah, yeah. like because they sell. Right. You know, Madden's on Steam now, right? I mean, you can go buy all that stuff yeah. and. Just keep mm-hmm. on going. FIFA's on Steam too, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think everything's on yeah. Steam. Oh, all the so, EA games are. On so doesn't matter now. You're
2: like, oh, I have a cool computer. Cool, I'm gonna buy all, this, all these. I can still buy all my sports games. And you get stuck right. because, like you said, like these these seventy percent are the people who are happy just playing FIFA casually. Get on. Oh, I'm gonna, yeah. I got a couple hours. I'm gonna play FIFA. It's just like how I am with League, but just you know, it's different. Like, um, if League screws me over, I'm not gonna play it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm sure if if League of Legends came out and they said, "Hey, every match, every rank match you want to play, you have to pay uh, a dollar," <laughs> you'd probably stop playing League. You would probably stop playing League, right? Yep. You'd be like, just like everybody stopped well, playing the, it's the same like,
2: it's, like, it's the same. Exactly. If, if I played ranked League of Legends and it, and it was not a hundred percent skill based, mm-hmm. and there was like some like cards involved, like I had to buy mm-hmm. a card pack, and if I didn't get the gold Good version cards. of that champion, then he doesn't do enough yeah. damage. Damage, I wouldn't play the game. I'd be done immediately. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think... They, oh, what game does that? Um, like every <laughs> every other freedom game in existence. So there's one... The very end of this is the, is one thing I really wanted to bring up because I really liked how he wrote this, and it, it kind of oh got God. my gears turning. Um, yeah. Is the fact that he said this silent majority, um, they may be ignorant to all the controversies and all the stuff that comes up, but he thinks they are likely happier with the hobby due to the fact that they don't know about this. And it almost yeah. makes me wish that I could be a part of that. I mean, sometime. it's a famous <laughs> saying,
2: ignorance is bliss. If you true. don't know what's, what's wrong with it, then you're happier. Like, yeah, if, oh, 100%. if, if I liked soccer, which I don't, mm-hmm. but if I like soccer <laughs> uh, and I was like, man, I love playing soccer games and I mm-hmm. don't even care who EA, EA is. Yeah, you have no clue. I have even, no idea. They are. I have no idea. All the stuff they've done. Who cares? I bought an yeah. Xbox. I'm going to play FIFA. Fine. And then to me, it looks a little bit better. Cool. Like, wow, it's the next gen. Cause it probably yeah. I don't I don't know. I'm sure it probably looks a little bit better. I know they completely bombed this last one because it was on my <laughs> it was on my uh draft uh, with my draft, so they really screwed me there. <laughs> and that's and that's what's funny to bring that up because we just did our draft not that long ago and I was thinking, I was like, man, maybe I should get FIFA again. Somebody else grabbed it and I told him I was like, I was kind of on the fence because I always think the next this is the year they're gonna fix it. <laughs> but, I, but I also heard recently, like we said, it's the number one selling game in the UK. Why would they fix that? Yeah. Why... <laughs> Yeah. I put in work for something that you don't have to do any work for.
0: <laughs> if right. I made
2: if I made a billion dollars off off of copy and pasting something, I would probably do the same thing. <laughs> so
0: uh, they're the E the masters of. They might have actually invented the find and replace feature that we have on like Google Sheets <laughs> on everything. Apparently not because find sometimes they miss banners. It's like but. replace twenty 2020 twenty with twenty twenty one. Enter unfortunately yeah.
2: for our draft in the sports and racing section half of the games are all of these the ea-owned games that are copy yeah. and paste and even yeah. it's like 2k uh, nba or what is it nba mm-hmm. 2k yeah. they're yeah. they're bombing those too and it's like man there's no safe picks you just got to pick the <laughs> random what random like uh, indie games that come out
0: hashtag skatebird, dude Skatebird. I mean,
1: I don't know what the problem is with NBA 2K 20, man. They were just trying to teach kids about real life economics there's, and how
0: expensive haircuts there's are more in more different
2: types of currencies in that game than there are in League of Legends. I'm just going to throw <laughs> it out there.
0: <laughs> and that ain't a free to play game uh-huh. by any means. That was a $70 game. Yeah. 70 bucks. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Next gen. Yeah, Next price. gen haircuts, dude. I like yeah. it. I like it. Alright, so what is this vocal realist category? Ugh, disgusting. These people, the the camp that we're in, so they're probably a bunch of losers. (laughs) (laughs) So this is what I this is what I would say um the three of us are probably ninety-nine point nine percent of the time and a majority of the people that we have in our community, which is the thank Mm -hmm. thank God. (laughs) This is the people that we have (laughs) to deal with on a day to day basis. Well Yeah. And with that being said, and before I did write a little I did write a little paragraph before this. So um I think that the problem with the gaming industry as a consumer is that it's incredibly hard to reach the 70%, the silent majority, as a consumer, right? So uh, one goal that we've talked about, the three of us, as being podcast hosts and hosting the show and everything, is that we are trying our best to, you know, kind of what we have talked about multiple times, cultivate a community and a sense of yeah i mean realistically a sense of community that when you come in and you say hey i mean we literally had we have a question from a guy that sent, sent me an email let's say friday yesterday i believe right sent an email to us yesterday and i weirdly enough replied back in like three minutes just because i saw it pop up on my phone <laughs> and replied back to him he replied back again i told him he asked he said hey i'm a console gamer i'm just coming back or i'm really want to get into PC gaming." And I have a budget, and I and I'm trying to figure out. I need some help on a build, and I said, "Cool, I'll send it to Dakota because I'm completely worthless about that kind of stuff." And <laughs> um, but you know, hey, you should hop in the Discord because we have a ton of other people, not just Dakota or uh or myself. You know, we have tons of people that have all kinds of different PCs and stuff, and there's tons of people that are super helpful in there that want to help you. And he said and what do you know within like 30 minutes to an hour he hops in the discord and a bunch of people say oh you know welcome one of us blah 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 that yep. everyone does <laughs> and then he asked questions dakota got him a build and now i think literally well actually he built
1: one himself on pc part picker mm-hmm. he did a really good job
0: yeah which is awesome because you know he probably took a little bit of time to i do just gave research. a little advice yeah yeah and I think for us, one of our biggest one of our biggest goals for the show is that we are realistically trying to reach towards that 70 percent silent majority audience as far as exactly. not just like, you know, get a bigger community. Or everything It's like those are the people that we're trying to reach, because I think realistically, as people that are being realists, we know that the five to 10 percent of like the hardcore vocal people, we're not. That's not really our audience because I don't know who their audience is. You know, like, I don't know. They're listening to either themselves or IGN and these huge, like, (laughs) websites. They're listening to, like, whoever they want to because they're like, they know best, right? So.
1: Well, not necessarily, like, who they're listening to, like, determines their thought. They just don't care. No, yeah, they that's, don't. That's what well, they think. That's the better point. What they think is what they are going to stick to. Yeah. And it, you can't break through how thick their skulls are. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds bad. But I mean, if
0: hey, this is why we're the vocal realists because we're giving it to you real. I, mean, I always real. I always think like, you know,
2: the vocal realist, because I was talking to my wife about it earlier too. And uh, I always feel like we, we're the people that know the politics of gaming. Like, mm-hmm. we know the ins and outs. We know yep. all the dirty secrets. I, look, I listen to gaming news every week. I know everything that's going on. I, like, when people at work yeah. talk about stuff, I know much, 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 much more than they do about video games just because <laughs> yeah. I, that's my world. Like, some people at work know right. stats about football players. I know mm-hmm. everything about like everything about video games to where, like, I know <laughs> we have a, a friend I, I work with that, you know, that we talk to, and uh, he, him and I can sit there and just talk about video games all day. Because mm-hmm. him, yeah. he's also the same yeah. as me. He, he, I think he even gets different perspectives than I do about stuff. Because he likes some different games than I do, so Which he'll get good. a different perspective. From, that's yeah. great. Yeah. And, uh, but that's how I kind of feel. We are we're the we're like the we know the dirty secrets. We know the like I said the ins and outs, all the weird politics that go on. Because there's a lot that goes on. There's a people lot. That, and, t- like I said, like you're saying and stuff. Like the seventy percent don't know that. EA just wants your money. They don't care about you at all.
0: But yeah, I do, and, I...
2: and and I know that they literally don't... Like, they have been using the Star Wars license to steal our money, pretty much. And I've said what I've had to say about <laughs> Battlefront 2 when it came out, but that literally was a cash grab uh... that
0: they screwed us on. Yeah. and oh. yeah. But Wait, did you say Star Wars Squadrons? Oh, you said Battlefront. <laughs> My bad. That's hey, so
1: Squadrons was actually squadrons is actually a good like monetary setup there was it like monetization system where it's a it's a cheap game it's got no microtransactions Mm -hmm. it's a you buy it this is what you get and you play oh here's some free content and
0: you you play it for five ten hours and then there's no content and then you stop playing it
1: well okay (laughs) anyway i think what john said is so true and he, I don't even think he like knew he said it. <laughs> he said, "EA doesn't care about you, but I do." Mm-hmm. Right? That's the thing. A lot of the the vocal realists, the the more critical thinkers, we're this way because we care about the consumer. Yeah. Right. Yep. We care about the business practices that go on, and we want to make sure that you, as the consumer, if you're in the silent majority or even in the the vocal minority we're trying to save you from that and that's from yourself from you know? and that's <laughs> like when i have friends at work they're like yeah i'm gonna get fifa i'm like no you can't, <laughs> you can't. I, yeah. right yeah when you hear your your coworkers talking about something that you just know so much garbage about yeah. it's so you have to go through that mental process of okay do i bring it up do i like make myself look weird you're for like, knowing well, about like, like the politics of the you're cor- like well why like shouldn't i buy fifa is like how much CEOs. time do you have because yeah. this is going yeah. to take, <laughs> take a seat over there let's yeah. let's, let's have
0: yeah. a little chat why, why don't we take a seat Over there. yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> well it's like well it's like oh did you want to talk about uh how their how their monetization got banned in belgium or do you want to talk about like how they all this happened yeah. they're like what how are you talking about it's yeah. just a soccer game you're like hold on to your, <laughs> hold on boys we're going in <laughs> yeah yeah so are you, I, are, you, are you aware that there's a lawsuit in uk for the gambling <laughs> like, laws right now are you aware of that? do you want to know about that so uh yeah. if you if uh you're like me and not very good at math um this is the vocal realists are about 15 to 20 percent of the audience that we're getting closer to 100 percent no, sure. we're, we're at 100 you got it yeah we're at 100 yeah so uh basically i did the math earlier there's about five percent that could potentially be missing yeah. and <laughs> if they're you they're find they're them, please, chop that up the margin of error <laughs> if if you do find them please go to uh there's a contact form below and just put their name in there email it to us if someone actually yeah. does that i will read it on the next podcast because i will think of <laughs> those are the thing. people
2: that are like on the island that don't know about, that that are trying to get mission trips out to yeah <laughs> yeah i haven't heard about video games yet
0: and then EA shows up. Have you heard about our, our Lord and Savior, FIFA, Ultimate Team? <laughs> 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 um, so basically, uh, we put ourselves in this camp. Uh, this, these are the type of people that, <laughs> I guess it sounds like super humble braggy. Like, we're the people that are realistic. and We're like critical thinkers and big brain about all stuff. Uh, not all the time. Ta- yeah, we pat ourselves on not the all, back. Not all the time. Basically, uh, this, this category could almost be the uh, somewhat... Uh, more pro consumer out of the three for sure. Oh, 100%. like like yeah. like what Dakota and John said. This is basically, as far as I'm concerned, for us, this is like one. This could almost be like one of our mission statements. Is like not only do we want you to come here and have a good time, listen to the show, have some laughs with us, but we want to try to educate you from the vast experience we have. I'm just kidding. From the vast knowledge yeah. <laughs> that we have from our combined time together, as It's not really like, oh, I went to school and I studied video game design and blah, blah, blah. No one cares about that. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to tell you from the streets. Video game from the streets. That that sounds terrible. (laughs) I'm going to tell you, as someone that has played uh, games for a really long time, where to see Red Flags. Man, this game has like a really weird monetization system because I have to pay money every time I want to play it. That's the, that is that seems Step weird, one, right?
2: If if the game has monetization, you paid money for it, probably not a good. Idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's if you're yeah. buying a I mean, even games now if you're buying a $60, $70 game and you can pre-order a special like, you know, basically any Ubisoft game, if you can pre-order a special edition that comes with premium currency, why do I need premium currency for a game I just paid full price for? That's yeah. a red flag right there. Yeah. Ooh, they should have called the Assassin's Creed red flag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, we also don't forget often, right? Yeah. And that's, I think, I, obviously we do forget stuff. We're human, yeah. right? But for the most part, we remember uh, when a company crosses us <laughs> <wrong>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And the thing is, too, you know, the whole Cyberpunk, we're going to bring it up because this is such a fascinating case mm-hmm. uh where like up to release plop, plop. everything was looking like hunky dory until the last minute you know because they were like yeah we're not doing pre-order bonuses because you shouldn't pre-order the game
0: unless you're sure you want to buy it like that's an awesome business practice that was, you that was know? one of those weird like winkies now that you're like wait maybe they maybe exactly. maybe the devs <laughs> were trying to tell us something secret when they <laughs> morse code yeah, messages. when they hit the post when they hit the post button
1: about saying how like consumer uh how consumer friendly they are they had their fingers
0: crossed yeah they're like whoopsie (laughs) oh wait we posted that Uh oh
1: (laughs) yeah so you know if a game comes out you know we look at the past experience we have with that developer with the franchise whatnot and then we you know compare it to the new one coming out and we see like is this going to be good or bad, mm-hmm. you know, and we're just trying to give advice on where to put your money because money is valuable. Yep. You worked for that. I think
2: I think a good example is uh, of something a little milder than rather like cyberpunk or FIFA or something is like Final Fantasy 15. We've talked about it some. I know uh, Josh and I are more Final Fantasy fans, but, you know, I've beaten that game and it was OK. I wouldn't want to play that again so like mm-hmm. that company i've watched out for and they just announced their game and it's more the same so to me it's i'm not going to recommend that to anybody because it's like they didn't improve on anything they're doing the same mm-hmm. thing again and to me yep. that's like after watching that company for a while and, and hoping that they would take a step up to me it doesn't seem like they're doing that so for my friends and stuff i wouldn't recommend that game to anybody i'd be like definitely wait for that for the reviews to come out wait for like Something so that you know you can see for yourself, but for me personally, I already am out, I'm already having my opinion about it that I would well, tell the people,
0: yeah. Well, and I think, too, something that may be a little bit more relevant because I know that's an older game is something like Destiny 2, because like yeah. they had a new expansion come out recently, mm-hmm. they had a new expansion come yeah. out recently, and you know, I've we've talked about we've had many rants about Destiny 2 the past couple months and about like you know, they gutted content and the new expansion sucks, it literally was 25% off. Like two or three weeks after launch whereas nice. the expansion yeah. before that a lot of people liked it and it was really good and they enjoyed it the expansion before that was really good but then the one before that wasn't that good you know it's like they're all over the place when it comes to that kind of stuff and you know we even gave like we gave it a second chance because like oh man you know the game kind of got boring stale after a little bit but you know what let's go and see because you know the gameplay is really good we enjoy it whatever and then it's like Pfft. okay well we just <laughs> like told you know they literally like did a total seesaw of like Okay, like I don't know how these companies work, and I'm not a game developer, I don't know, but it seems like it's like, oh man, we have a really good product. Let's do the exact opposite of what we did because and see what happens. It's like, are, like, are you just gonna like, throw just ruin it? All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like, I don't know. One thing I was thinking of when we were talking about all this, <clears throat> it kind of touches on what you're talking about, Jones. Sometimes game developers listen to that five to 10% mm-hmm. uh, of the vocal minority, yep. the ones that are like fanboys. Mm-hmm and they'll do something according to them because they're the ones posting on Twitter. They're the ones uh, talking to the community managers and giving feedback Mm. on, like, surveys and stuff like that. Sometimes they will change something without thinking about the 70% of people who didn't say anything, and then it will go completely wrong because they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to nerf this one hero, and then it pisses off the 70% of people. They see player numbers drop because those 70% of people Mm -hmm. aren't going to just aren't going to go on twitter and say something yeah. they're just going to be like oh the game sucks now i'm just going to yeah. drop it. well and you and know? i think
0: i think it's it happens it's not very it's, often it's not even i i mean i think when stuff like that happens it's not just a 70 percent. i think it's up to 90 because that would include like our group with that because well yes yeah. we're the people that are seeing it and even if we're not the people that are constantly posting about it which i would say even our group there, I mean, obviously we're active when it comes to you know social media and like, mm-hmm. hey, I might not be going on Twitter and like at bunging like you suck, you know, or whatever, but <laughs> yeah. but I'm also posting about <laughs> it in the Discord and we have a podcast about it, so we are doing something about yeah. it. We not yep. we're not like yep. I'm not you know blowing them up on all their social media and everything. I'm talking about it with mm-hmm. my group of friends, but that deck you know, and then they hear that and they agree with it and they talk about their friends and it spreads. It go that seventy percent can quickly change to ninety percent. And cool. You're like, why is my player base dropped 80% over the past month? Maybe we shouldn't listen to that five percent of people that's just, you know, they always say the squeaky wheel right. gets the oil. And that's like, hey, yeah. when you are like, you know, stand on top of a mountain screaming, someone's probably gonna listen to you, but that doesn't mean that they should. You know, I think right. everybody pretty right. much knows yeah. that I except mean, for the five to ten percent of people. It's just like it's a lot of <laughs> esports games. They
2: listen to the to the the streamers and the people who are mm-hmm. in the tournaments. Those people are, are that for that like Scenario: Those are those five to ten percent of the people that get their voices heard, and what we're talking, and that's the same like what we're talking about. Those people that get their that get out there and say something are they're, they're like, oh, this must really be a problem because all these people are complaining about it, and mm-hmm. they get the most traction. So then something happens, and the rest of us are like, that was not a problem for any of us except for them.
0: Yeah. Well, and and yeah. that and I think that also like really ties into what we were talking about before with that is like that elitism. It's like, hey, I'm in the top like. percent of players and while while i think some developers should be listening to that because they probably have valuable feedback because those are type of people that like i've played thousands of hours i know the game inside it out i know this Mm -hmm. and blah blah blah. you know it's like yes you should be listening to their feedback but you also shouldn't be only listening to their feedback because they're going to tell you whatever they think is going to work best for them specifically Right? Or that group right. of people, whatever they want to do that's like, hey, this would make it better for me, because then I would just like steamroll people even more than I I mean I mean, literally look at Destiny 2, the DLC that and I apparently, from what I know, and is that they completely nerfed all those crystallized stasis things in their PvP mode. They like obliterated them so that they're like completely unviable now. Hmm. Well, okay,
1: I think that's a different topic that we could talk about. Yeah. And we may have talked about it before, how devs purposely put something in that's new, make it super overpowered so people buy it, yeah. and then they nerf it later. Yeah, I think that was that case. Yeah. You know, just like yeah. League of Legends, whenever they have a new character, yeah. new characters OP every single yeah. time. Because right? they want to sell it's it. It's like, did you not do... It's, you are a multi-billion dollar company. You didn't do any QA testing on this new no, character. It's called, it's you know? called it's stuff Marketing like that. Baby. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that is a separate issue, yeah. but it is sort of related as in like, they will hear the vocal minority... <laughs> complain to high hack mm-hmm. right yeah. but then that silent majority like you have to pay attention to them because that's
0: where your money mm-hmm. oh yeah oh, yeah <laughs> hey so next week's topic will be no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no um so i think that will kind of wrap us up unless yeah. you guys have anything else to talk about for this i think we um, hit it pretty
2: well yeah. i i mean we can get into like the heavy uh psychology of each person let me get my te- my textbook yeah, out. Yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> we all we all got bachelor's in
1: uh, psychology before we did this before episode. This, before we started the show, that was the requirement to you know if you, they're like, oh wait, here's my elitism. You only got a bachelor's degree. I have a doctor. Oh, you want an unpaid internship?
0: <laughs> well, you have to at least have 25 years of experience and a master's degree <laughs> in psychology. I'm like, this is yeah, <laughs> man, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> so, uh, all right, so we do have yeah. a couple of uh, quick questions from the Discord community, and uh, I will go ahead and start us out. Uh, they are most of them are pretty short and sweet. Actually, Dakota, you start us out because yeah, you were the one that answered this one. That's your question. Oh,
1: I, I gotta scroll away. All right, so we got a question in the Discord from Tokyo Cop. Which, by the way, if you want to ask us questions in the future, they don't have to be featured on the podcast. So you can just literally ask us a question anytime, mm-hmm. but you got to join the Discord for mm-hmm. that. So go to our website, PCMRCast.com, scroll to the bottom, click on the Discord link, that's where you can find us. Um, First question is from Tokyo Cop. He says, I want to build a PC, Uh, do you think it's better to buy pieces here and there at discounts, or buy everything all at once? And then there's a little picture of
0: a cop. Also, uh, (laughs) spoiler spoiler alert if you thought, uh, he's not from Tokyo, he's from like Idaho or something. Yeah. We yeah, were all he, he we lied. were all very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I think we actually have like a it's less than one percent of our audiences in Japan. Mm. It's neat. It's so got, I like, dope. I thought it
0: was him. It's
1: Godzi- uh, that it's was, Godzilla. That was Godzilla. Survey says it's Godzilla that was
0: swimming lie. undersea He's just listening <laughs> to the show.
1: Yeah. So I'm the only person that answered this question for this some reason. This is a question because uh, I don't know. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. This is opinion based. Personally, I think buying pieces here and there uh, at discounts is best, but you kind of have to balance it out because the market is so volatile. And especially with times right now, you can buy pretty much everything except a GPU right now. Yeah. And we have no idea when you're going to be able to buy a GPU for a decent price. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like chalk it up to your to your timeline that you have set out personally for yourself. Like, okay, I want a PC in three months. Let me start looking for good deals. Download a uh, uh, an app or a, an extension like Honey, mm-hmm. where you can actually see the price history. Because mm-hmm. then you can really see if like oh if it's a good deal right now, or you can kind of see a trend of like when prices drop, yeah. stuff like that. It, you got to do research
0: when you buy and anything. Um, and be patient, patience.
1: And be patient, exactly. Especially right now,
0: uh, it's rough right now. By getting into it's it. pretty bad. I didn't. I'm I'm not envious of anyone that has to buy PC parts right now
2: just don't buy every scalpers. <laughs> yeah. it's just not worth it
1: mm-hmm. yeah don't do that yeah um you are part of the problem if you do yeah, that you're part of the five to ten uh, percent <laughs> <laughs> uh one last thing on that too one heavy caveat with buying pieces here here and there is sometimes if you buy pieces here and there and you wait too long before you get everything you can get a dead part uh like dead uh, on arrival part which basically means it was sent to you dead and if you wait too long you can't return it so that is the one bad thing about buying parts here and there over time well
0: i would say one more thing as someone that i used to work in the retail electronics market and i also worked in returns for several years and dealt with a lot of that kind of stuff so one thing i would say if you're lucky enough like a lot of not everybody, but some people, if you're lucky enough to live close to a micro center, it is definitely, in my opinion, if you can get high grade PC parts or whatever you're trying to get and you can get them either locally or in person, that's always better because you can always return it in it person. Is. And it's just way easier than, yeah. you know, oh, if you buy it on Amazon, now it's I got an issue. I got to send it back to Amazon. They got to send me a new one, blah, blah. You know, usually it'll take a couple of days, but it's also kind of a bummer if you just happen to get a DOA part. Yeah. With that being said um sometimes you can say oh man if i go on pc part picker i have my entire build and everything but i got to use five different websites to get everything so it's like okay i'm gonna get stuff from amazon in two days and from bnh photo and video in seven days and i'm gonna get it from these Newegg in new egg and maybe six days or 15 days or who knows when the heck new eggs and stuff and you know you gotta do all this stuff it's like or you know maybe i'm paying a little bit of a premium and i can buy everything for amazon at once in my opinion that to me is almost worthwhile unless you're doing like a specific like I'm buying a monitor. I don't yeah. mind if I buy a monitor from somewhere yeah. else. But if it's like CPU, motherboard, RAM, like all the guts, if you can buy that the core parts to your PC at the same place, I feel like it's just going to be yeah. a much better experience for you because if you do have issues with that, you're dealing with one company instead of Amazon. dealing with especially Amazon. It's I mean, so easy to stuff too. And honestly, I mean, realistically other than I would say Amazon and Newegg are the biggest PC parts sellers. Amazon probably is the biggest one in the world. It is the biggest yeah. one. Yeah. And that's primarily who you're dealing with, you know, and you have a lot of options there. I know Amazon for looking for PC parts is to be a mess if you don't know exactly what you're looking for. It's the worst. there <laughs> for a site
1: that's built on trying to find stuff for you to buy, it has one of the worst search and filter options yeah. of any website it does, I've ever. Yeah. It is pretty bad.
0: Well, and I, at least with something like that's why we do recommend using pcpartpicker.com because it literally yeah. just gives you the link to the exact part you're looking for without having to go like, you know, cuz you go look yeah. for a motherboard and you type in one wrong thing and you're like on a wild goose chase You're like what is this? What is happening <laughs> yeah. right yeah, now? It's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh,
1: yeah, I would say if you if your budget allows yeah. it, like an extra I would say maybe 20 mm-hmm. to 50 dollars sort of yeah. um buying all of your pieces from the same place and at the same time yes. if your budget allows yeah. It's always nice, and you have a better chance of not having an issue. And I'm not saying that if you buy parts here and there, you will have an issue because I think that's what Monkey yeah. did. He bought parts over time mm-hmm. and then put it together like a-, a couple months after he got them, or oh, something yeah. like that. We have we have and, official
0: like, timer on the Discord. It still hasn't it hasn't oh, yeah. stopped yet. <laughs> Thankfully, everything seems to have worked mm-hmm.
1: for him. Yeah, but you know, if you're that person and you have that kind of luck. Mm-hmm probably save an extra couple bucks so that you can buy everything all at the same time so
0: basically if you're john and you have john's luck buy all the parts in the same place because something will arrive broken yeah nothing <laughs> works for me no, <laughs> this is why john's not the hardware guy because he's like everything i touch disintegrates <laughs> like thanos snapping <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right uh let's move on to the next question and uh, i'll read this one this is actually from uh anson 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 the pants <laughs> and the, this is actually the the guy Ants that on the just pants. emailed us yesterday joined the discord and gave us a question so thank you welcome to the discord welcome to the community and thanks for sending us a question because we get to answer it uh so he <laughs> and i think his i think his name is anson and he just made his username Anson the pants which is very clever i appreciate that it's very clever um So, he asks, I have a question for the show. Are there any games that you loved and were set up for a sequel, but the sequel was never released? Ah. Great question. There's only one answer to this. It's Half-Life 3. Okay, next question. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yeah, Half-Life 3 is the easy answer that we could all give. Or Half-Life 2, Episode 3, whatever the heck you want to call it. Not Half-Life, Alex. Thanks, Valve, for that. Appreciate it. Bastard Child, yeah.
1: which is actually a decent yeah. game, it's but not what nobody can for. play it because it requires oh, a, at least three hundred dollar accessory. Yeah,
0: thanks, but no thanks, Valve, for that one. Hey, we're not yeah. just straight Valve fanboys; we do criticize them. Crazy, critical think, critical thinking, big brain. So um, the only one that I <laughs> Pat the ourselves only one on that the I back for that big brain move. <laughs> the only one that I know about here that we put on this list is. Uh, that i put on this list was starcraft ghost starcraft Ghost was supposed to be a sequel mm. to like the original starcraft games and it was actually supposed to be a third person shooter <gasps> that that you're this. actually play as uh sarah kerrigan I'm not sarah uh, yeah mm-hmm. i think sarah kerrigan she you know there's a whole no. all the kinds of no
1: is isn't it anna huh? anna something what isn't it anna something it... shoot because she was in here's the storm she's the
0: one with the sniper oh girl, right? yeah you're right sarah kerrigan's the uh, chick that turns into the queen Damn, of i think the, i remember the the this Terran. too Ah, so yeah, wild. so I re- yeah. I remember getting the Game Informer that had all the info about Starcraft Ghost when I was a kid. That's how long ago this was. And basically, <laughs> uh, it was pretty much supposed to be like a uh, Starship Troopers Starcraft mashup where it's like a third person shooter. It was supposed to come out on PS2 yeah. and GameCube <laughs> and I think the original Xbox um there's gameplay of it on youtube yeah.
1: of like the demo build yeah
0: and it just got scrapped by blizzard because they're one of those companies like ea they just like killing games that they don't think have potential and yeah. uh yeah so we have a couple more of those things but i'll let you guys take it over i'll
2: i'll say mine really quick because you know john's hit them to hit the most important one which is half Life or yeah half life three or episode three or whatever it is i mean that was probably one of the biggest cliffhangers i think i've ever had in a video game Mm -hmm. yeah that i can remember or even think of or whatever and i mean like i think i've said it before is like i played this way after the fact not like way way like maybe a year late because i Mm -hmm. didn't get like a great computer until later and buy all that stuff and have i had dial up until like i was 18 so (laughs) uh and i was like hey but when's the next episode come out and they're like you fool (laughs) and and this was like like, only like a year or two after it had come out Mm -hmm. so i mean yeah but yeah, the you know, um, I I mean, StarCraft Ghost was before I even I never really played StarCraft, but ha- I mean, Half Life Three is gonna be it for me. That's mm-hmm. that is the biggest cliffhanger I've ever had in a game. I,
0: I'm I'm pretty sure Half Life yeah. Three actually invented the meme of the skeleton sitting at the computer waiting for something. l yeah. you know, waiting for something to happen.
1: The skeleton sitting uh, at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yeah.
2: I will. I'll add this one on here because it's it's different, but it's also. One of my personal favorite games. It's it's a game series that I know people want more from it. Mm-hmm. They want more sequels from it, which probably will never happen as KOTOR mm-hmm. Like it's not necessarily mm-hmm. set up for sequels, but it's a it is yeah. a series that was so beloved by the fans that and then they just like and they have not done anything with it. So that since I don't really meek. have much else, I'll throw that in there just because it's kind of a you know a, something I want to hundred percent want a sequel to. Scared to see what it would be.
1: Hey, now that the uh-huh. Star Wars license is no longer exclusive to EA, there is a yeah. possibility Kotor could get. I'm
0: started terrified to yeah. see what it would be, though. Hey, can't you? Yeah. I'm super excited that whenever Kotor three gets announced or like a rehash of Kotor, it's made by Ubisoft and you can't jump and you just hide no. behind cover with your you hide behind cover with your blaster and you shoot. Uh, in Ubisoft, the F- please HG. don't please <laughs> don't make
2: it. Please don't make that game, Ubisoft. Hey, Do anything but Kotor.
0: They're making a really cool open world Star Wars game. No, that because they're going to come out with
2: Ultimate yeah. Edition, Mega Super <laughs> Chocolaty Edition, and
0: Dark Darth Maul Edition, dude. Exclusive Darth Maul skins where <laughs> game, you can play
2: GameStop exclusive.
0: they like it's a feature where you run about, you run around being cut in half. Not a bug. <laughs> 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 you run around as the <laughs> yeah, lower half of Darth lower Maul. Half. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, it's actually a co op game. One person is the bottom half, the other person the is half. the top half of Darth Maul. He's like walking on his you hands. Gotta find, you gotta find <laughs>
0: your legs to beat the game.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right. So, my. Couple selections is uh, we never got a sequel to Dead Space Two. Uh, there was never a Dead Space Three. It's, it's so strange. Yeah, it, I don't know how that for such a good game, nothing good
0: came after. Wait, we also didn't get a sequel to Fear Two. That was like a pretty oh, beloved God, game too. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys actually
2: beat that game, but I did. I played co op with a friend, and it was
1: the funny thing is both games, both horror franchises for their third entries went Mm co-op
2: yeah you're right wow why yeah yeah dead space Space is not that good and
0: i think and i think both companies were taken out back by ea and shot (laughs) i don't
1: wait ea doesn't own monolith huh monolith was the ones that did fear that was that's warner brothers Uh, oh sorry sorry
0: wrong giant conglomerate monolith is dead and
1: it's monolith is dead right yeah you said they Turned into Turbine and then they were killed.
0: Oh, I don't know. But, it is, anyways, they're having another Fear game, so they're probably dead.
2: I remember playing yeah. the demo of Fear 2 and it scared the. Cra- I could barely even play it because it scared me so bad. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I finally was like, beat the game later, and Fear 3 was not scary like, at all. <laughs> I, like, no. it was not terrifying. And for them to go from, from literally like scaring the crap out of me to, in a game to just a really crappy co op game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> jones and i tried to play fear three it was hilarious how
0: bad uh, it's like trying to be like an arcade horror shooter it's very strange the ending was
2: so stupid too
1: oh you of course you beat it all right never mind (laughs) all right go ahead all right uh so titanfall 3 obviously that's the sequel everybody Mm -hmm. wants if you play titanfall 2 it it ends on a pretty decent cliffhanger not as big as uh, half-life episode 2 Mm -hmm. does but it's still a cliffhanger of like oh what's gonna happen next We will probably never get a sequel to it because EA and Respawn are stupid. (sighs) Hey, we got Apex Um,
0: Legends instead. So much better. Battle Royale. Yeah,
1: I guess. More money. I guess. That's not the sequel we... (laughs) That's not the sequel we wanted, but it's the sequel we deserved. (laughs) 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 Um, But I think my number one choice for this after those two kind of gag ones is the sequel to Prey, the original Mm -hmm. game. Not the Mm 2015-2016 reboot, uh, if you played the original Prey, which came out in, like, 2006 Four or 2008.
0: A long time ago. A long time ago. Yeah.
1: I think it was on the 360.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's probably, like, 2006 2007 seven, seven, something.
1: Yeah. I've talked about it, I think, on a couple of yeah. uh, previous episodes that we have. The sequel to that, Prey 2, look up the gameplay Trailer, yeah. uh, I trailers I actually had to see that you guys
2: showed me it. And that is... That, oh, my God. I love... The new Prey Pre game that has to be one of my favorite games of all time. Yes, but seeing what they were going for, yeah, they really did. They changed their mind by a lot.
1: <laughs> this needs to be a Star Wars game because Prey yeah. Two, Ugh. from what we saw, was literally you are a bounty hunter. It's a first-person shooter. You're a bounty hunter on Coruscant. Mm-hmm. That was basically the gist yeah. of it. Obviously, it wasn't set in Star Wars yeah. universe. It was like a made-up one. But from what we saw, it was straight up. You're yeah. on Coruscant, you're a bounty hunter, and you are bagging and tagging <laughs> bad guys. And it was dope. Mm-hmm. There's free, There was free running in it. There was like, it was, look semi-open world because you can jump on a train, at least in the demo. You can jump on a train and go to like the other side of like the city kind of. Dude, that I, if I ever make a game studio, my goal is to make a game like that. I've said it multiple times. That is like what I want to do before I die.
0: I feel. I feel like like literally the (laughs) pray and like pray to it's like hey we wanted a really cool bounty hunter game like oh man it'd be sweet if you made it it's literally how i feel it's like when everyone's like oh my god the mandalorian is gonna be this amazing thing and i'm sure we have a lot of mandalorian fans and i haven't seen season two i stopped watching the first one it's like oh my god we're finally gonna have like an amazing bounty hunter show that we've been asking for forever and yep. then you realize that the sequels exist, and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> it's like, I wanted, I, wanted, I wanted Attack of the Clones, and I got The Last Jedi. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Yeah, I don't know why Bounty Hunter games always get such like poor, re- like, not poor reception. Like, they usually get great reception from the communities that they have, but at least for, like, co- like super hardcore Bounty Hunter fans... Mm-hmm. I have never gotten a game that I have enjoyed the bounty hunter aspect. It always tur- always turns into something else. I literally just want a game where I'm like told to go capture people. Mm-hmm. No, actually, there was a Star Wars bounty hunter game, but it's super. The old. only game I played where I've bounty hunting was actually fun
2: order. was Mercenaries.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Where it, like God,
1: that's so old. I, it is very like, old. We haven't but gotten that, it, that game. It's like 2005, huh? right? It's like 2005. It
0: was old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but they they Xbox, did it
1: i think he
2: played on the ps2
0: yeah or, or both yeah. yeah that would have been original um, original um, but i'm just Next saying gen. like
2: that was a bounty hunter game i remember that i liked <laughs> 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 and because you literally would like you could either kill him or capture him and capturing gave you more money
1: oh yeah see i that's why we have so much we have the technology the technology Do exists. It.
0: there's a okay speaking of which there's a random game that i played for uh, this is i don't think it's it's not a bounty hunter game but it's popped in my head there's a game that I played a really long time ago on PC, and I believe it was called Armed and Dangerous, and it was like an early two thousands game. And I specifically remember them having a shark gun, and you like you're out in a big open <laughs> area, and you had a gun that literally looked like a giant shark, and you'd shoot at people, yeah. and you'd be like out in the land, and it would shoot like a shark that would like swim through the ground, and like a giant shark would come and eat like jaws style and it was amazing Sounds like
1: saints row yeah
0: exactly and i'm pretty like i don't know that if the developers familiar. went on to make saints row or they like saw that and they thought it was a cool idea but it was like other than that the game was pretty garbage but i like for some <laughs> reason you guys talking about mercenaries i guess because it's an old game i was like i remember playing that and yeah. i remember shooting just like getting infinite ammo because when cheat codes existed back in the day and oh, yeah and shooting just sharks out everywhere they're just going and there's just like a million sharks just feeding <laughs> everyone i was like
2: I know this is like, man. getting super off topic. Do you remember how great <laughs> it was in GoldenEye on Nintendo sixty four that it would save the cheat codes and you could just turn them on and off?
1: Oh yes. Why yes. is that?
2: Why was that not implemented what? in like every game? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs>
1: dude. When you unlock a cheat code, it should just stay in like in a menu where you can just turn it just on. Go- well, just you know, GoldenEye perfected that.
0: Well, cheat codes nowadays yep. are like hacker man. I've hacked everything. Right, right. cheat oh, codes yeah. don't exist. But yeah,
1: like after you beat the campaign, you can just unlock all the cheat mm-hmm. codes. Like that's. That should totally be it. All right. Let's, hit, anyway, this
0: last let's so, hit this last question really quick. John so
2: PD3 us. from the Discord asks us Are any of you guys achievement hunters? If so, what's your favorite achievement that you've unlocked? Uh, well, you've hit the jackpot with us because we, <laughs> 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 none of us are really achievement hunters. Um, the only game I can think of off the top of my head, and because most of the time, like, I might see something like cool, I, I usually don't have the patience for it. The one game I have done achievement hunting in is World of Warcraft, and I actually did a lot of it in that. Um, Mm -hmm. because
1: oh, yeah, because you like went for all of the mounts,
2: so a lot of the mounts in the game are are locked behind achievements. So you have to go to a dungeon or a raid, and you have to do it on you know, the uh, you have to go and you have to do a special thing with the boss, which whenever they're new is like nearly impossible, it's it's crazy hard, but you can go back and do all the old raids with your max level character and you can usually run it by yourself or with somebody mm-hmm. else. And there's still some achievements that are hard to do that you yeah. have to do like very specific things. Mm-hmm. And so we would go back and do all the old ones and try and do some of the new ones. I know there was uh, one in particular that my friend and I had a lot of problems with was um, you. Well, so like usually, and I think they still do this um, when they come out with the new expansion, they'll have uh, dungeon's achievements. And dungeons usually are, are easier. Like, you don't, like, you get a mount if you do all of them. And mm-hmm. some of the raids, like, one achievement will give you one. Another achievement will give you a different one. So there was one, uh, one dungeon that was giving us a particular problem. There was one boss that would, would transform. He was a troll. So they, like, you know, transformed different animals. Mm-hmm. And he would transform into like, a mammoth, a saber-toothed tiger, and something else. And you had to stun him every time he would try to transform. Mm-hmm. So we had stunts for it, him and I together. But the the bar would go like for like a three two second cooldown for him to do it, and yeah. do a one second cooldown, and be like half a second. So like this, it would just pop. And if you yeah. you had to hit it within like half a second, like you literally had to have like superhuman speed to to stun him <laughs> to get this achievement. And it took us so. And you have to. You if you don't do it, you have to finish the dungeon and go do it all over again. <laughs> oh so we'd have God. to like because oh, he was the like the, he was like right at the end or something. So we we're like oh cool, yeah. well we missed it again. We have to go back and do it all over again and be like God. We God, how did we miss that again? <laughs> and because I'm not even kidding, it would go so fast. And we're like, we're both hitting it at the same time. We're like, <laughs> and uh, I think we did it. I think we did end up getting it, but I, I enjoyed that, especially since I had a friend that played it a lot with me and him and I both were trying to get all the mounts in the game. So, um like I said, I even had while I was at work one day, I had my laptop set up with a, an alarm on trying to get a mount oh, that yeah. spawned and it was so incredibly rare. Yeah. Like, you don't know when it spawns, it just spawns completely randomly. Like, I think it was like once a day, maybe. And there was always people there trying to get it
0: too. yeah. And I never got it, but <laughs> that's I, I never, moral, got the, it. moral of the story, I never got it. No, okay, okay. Uh, so Dakota, do you have anything for this? Okay, no. I don't think so. I've never been an achievement yeah. hunter, <laughs> yeah. So, this is the thing, I'm not either. Uh, I'm not an achievement hunter by any means because <laughs> for most games, I usually give up even if it's a game I'm enjoying, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. That means nothing to me. So it's not really a yeah. big deal to me.
1: I beat the game
0: and yeah. then it's like, hey, try a new game plus. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm thanks. usually the one too. I, if I beat a game, I'm done. I, I don't yeah. go back and play it again. Yeah. So there is only, there is one thing that I'm like, I guess semi proud of is that I have about fifteen hundred ish hours in Path of Exile, and there is an achievement and one thing that I really wanted to do. Like the last time I was playing it, I set I did set a goal for myself that I'm like I wanted to one hundred percent the end game uh mapping system, basically like all the end game levels. And there's and there's one hundred and sixty four basically achievements that you have to do to do that, and it's basically like complete the map complete the map on a harder difficulty, and so on and so on. And as you progress towards the end game, the maps get harder, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so, actually, this this map is technically one of the hardest maps in the entire game. And the reason being is they had, whenever the game was first out, they had, um, they had all these characters that hit, like, a certain, I guess, like, a certain tier, like, beta characters. They put them in this map, and it has PvP settings enabled. So, basically... Ugh you're playing against like super overpowered characters and they all they did was copy their character data and paste them in this map. And as you go through, there's basically four there's four hallways and you get to one hallway and you'll be fighting like level five people, level 20 people and they're noobs and you like insta-kill them. And then you go to the next wave and it's like level 30, 40 people. And then you go to the next one, there's like five waves of it. And then when you get to end, it's like all level 100 people and they're all like casting spells off the screen. You can't see them. And like the first couple of times I did it, there's a guy that was, and it was a character, and I remember having to go on Wikipedia and, like, literally look up who this character was, and he had this build that was, like, almost 100% block chance, and every time he block, he reflected damage to you, and, like, cast a bunch of spells at your character, and he regained a certain amount of health every time he blocked. So, like, every time I'd shoot him, <laughs> his health would go down, and then immediately, like, go to full and like constantly go back and forth and then i would <laughs> kill myself basically so i tried to this achievement like several like leagues before this but it was like i would run into this guy i would i would do three of the hallways and it's random do three hallways get to the fourth hallway this guy would be there i'd kill everybody else except for him and you couldn't actually technically beat the map until you killed him as like and i had to get somebody to go with me to help me kill him and basically just keep dying like at this guy, and like slowly kill him, and I eventually did kill him, and only technically that's basically the hardest hardest map, and that was the last map I needed to complete the atlas is what they call it the whole um uh, you know hmm. whole end game yeah the map yeah so for p o e all the players that play p o e two percent of players have this achievement globally oh, globally, wow. so that means nice. only two percent of the player base has actually like can com- fully completed the atlas' cause That's the only achievement that you really get for completing. And that's technically the hardest map for, you know, at least when I was playing. But I mean, I had tried like league after league and I just didn't have a character that could do it. I mean, some people like you have characters and they can like, you know, one shot them or whatever. But it's like they they basically put in all these different characters in the area to like kind of like counter different builds as you went. So it's like. I would go down three hallways and I would kill stuff off the screen as an archer and like never have to fight anybody. And then I get to one hallway and like they would just murder me. I'd instantly kill myself. So <laughs> it was one of those things. It's like I ha- I'm not achievement hunter by any means. I don't think I've ever even hundred percent of a game unless it was like complete super tiny short game. You know, like an hour or something. But this is one of those things where it's like, I was like, oh, thank God. It's more relief than like being proud of it. I was like, I just wanted to do this one thing and now I'm done. It's, I felt like Frodo throwing the ring into Mordor. <laughs> into it's, the it's, it's over. It's finished. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. Um, Thanks for the I questions. Think, yeah. Thank you for the questions. Um, and John is going to tell you where you can find us.
2: I would love to do that. So you can go to our website, pcmrcast.com. Uh, you can find us uh, on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Discord, everything's on there. Any way to contact us on there, there's always a form at the bottom. You can fill out too to contact us.
1: And link for the Discord is on there. So you just click on that. It'll
0: auto invite yep. you. Yeah.
2: And that's where all the cool people go. So just meet us there. And Ooh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, all, all we're the
0: cool it. people and us. <laughs> yeah.
1: Let us know what camp you think you yeah. are in. Yes. Uh, if you're the 5%, 15%, or 70% because that adds up to 100. Um let us know which one you think you're in. I think for the majority of people that uh, were they're like in the
0: the 15% the critical yeah. thinking. Yeah. But if you think differently, let us yeah, know. Yeah, that's that I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to bring that up because that's something I remembered is like this is one of those episodes where it is like you know a little bit of psychology involved, a little bit of like critical thinking, you know, and just kind of like, hey, this is this is a good time to get feedback because this is to us it's me it's really interesting hey if you fall on that 5 to 10% and you have an opposing opinion for me for whatever like I still want to hear that I can still have a conversation with you even if we think differently that's the nice thing mm-hmm. that's why PC is all about player choice boys and girls absolutely <laughs> well yeah you guys so I think I think we all learned uh, a
1: lot from this you know there is a 70% of the player base that's silent and deadly <laughs>